3: What is going on, everybody? How's it doing, Miracle?
0: I'm great. Uh,
3: you are watching Pop Culture Crisis. Uh, I am here today, as usual, with my host, Miracle Sam.
0: Hi, nice to meet you. How you doing today? I'm great. What about you? Uh, you know,
3: it's... Uh, what day of the week is it? <laughs> it's, today... It's, it's Monday. It's Monday. Technically, it's a Monday. It's a Monday. <laughs> um, so I'm doing about as well as you can hope for uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the work week, and we're just... Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff today, and we've actually got ourselves... A guest host today,
0: and he released a new book too. He
3: he did, sir. Introduce yourself. Hey, everybody! Thanks for
2: having me. Mm -hmm. I am Shane Cashman. I'm the author of the newly published Tales from the Inverted World, Volume One, currently number one new release on multiple in multiple categories on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So snag a copy. You can find uh, you can find your copy at invertedworldbook.com.
3: Ghosts and goblins, what's the book about? Tell everybody what the book's so,
2: about. So I'm gonna this is my favorite uh, the back copy I think says it best. We got ghosts reaching through the simulation, we have skeletons hidden in the forest, children abducted by aliens, birds falling from the sky, there's death threats, um, we have serial killers on a loose, haunted houses, societal
3: collapse. And there's some hope in there too, it's I promise. A- it's, a, it's kind of like a far f- cry from pop culture, but it's actually the stuff that you make movies about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, or like th- the aliens being... Um, like yeah. the
0: aliens adopting um, little kids. Yeah. Because like children in the corn kind of are alien-like. Oh,
2: yeah. And, and yeah, I should say like it's all in, it's investigations. I've... You know, these are all like true stories that I have went out and spent lots of time talking to people, following the footsteps of these killers um, and talking to people who claim they've been abducted their whole lives. So it was... Uh, very happy to have this book out and be able to hold it and uh hope you guys snag a copy and enjoy it yourself Mm
1: -hmm.
3: very very cool also miracle um that was a fantastic reference with that children that was a very non-zoomer reference to Mm -hmm. reference Mm -hmm. children in the corn
0: i only reference it because um one of the grown-up actors i forgot what her name is but she's a voice actor lisa simpson oh yeah.
3: Oh, deep really? Ca- you mm-hmm. really are a Simpsons buff. <laughs> like you're like the ultimate Simpsons treasure that's, trove of knowledge. Yeah. It's great knowledge, right there. Mm-hmm.
0: What? She's the annoying girl that keeps on screaming. She's like the one that's with the guy that crashed her car in the beginning.
2: Whoa. Yeah. I never knew that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Ten points to miracle this morning. There we go. It's uh, it is still it feels. Is like it morning? morning? I don't it's, even it's know. It's afternoon now. It,
0: all the times are like overlapping together. Later, you're gonna have a dinner date with Tim.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as later.
3: There, yeah, exactly. It happened already. Everything kind of feels like it blends all together. That's why the
0: simulation theory makes sense. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah. We get into that too. I meet some ghosts in the simulation.
0: <laughs> oh. All in this book. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Buy it now on Amazon. Buy it now. Wait, how much is it on Amazon? Uh,
2: the paperback is nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it, that's It will bad. be on Kindle soon.
0: Ooh. Um, okay. Soon enough. But wait, to me, are you it's go- important
2: to have a, a book to hold. But mm-hmm. I also have no, no hate to Kindle. I don't Kindle. I,
0: I <laughs> don't Kindle. That's cute. Yeah. But wait, are you going to do like an audio book anytime soon? Well,
2: technically... I have narrated it all, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's on. It is an it's audio. Mo- <laughs> the audio was first, but now these are like uh, somewhat expanded upon. So mm-hmm. little, some of them are a little different with bigger uh, portions. And also, you know, the, this amazing cover was done by Jessica Boone, our artist. Mm-hmm. She illustrated this, and we have some of her illustrations mm-hmm. in the book as well.
0: Mm-hmm. They're, they're amazing. Ooh, we should have Jessica on the show. That would yeah, that you you be cool. Mm-hmm. She
3: rules. So today, we've got... Um, A rather eclectic list of things to talk Mm -hmm. about we're going to talk about the the ridiculous box office that uh, spider-man just pulled in this weekend Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about first reactions to the upcoming matrix movie and why in my opinion those reactions should absolutely terrify you and we're also going to discuss uh jake paul uh jake paul and some Comments he's made about injuries and what that has to do with boxing. I, I have my own unique take on it, not as a boxer, but as somebody who's participated in sports that have definitely caused injuries. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about this really kind of interesting article about Batman and how the movie, uh, The Batman, has a, a strong inspiration from Kurt Cobain. Uh, and it goes into the writing process, which I have questions for, for Shane about. I so, look forward to um, it. This is gonna be, I think this is going to be a fun one. Uh, it, the, the Spider-Man one was kind of like you can't really imagine starting anywhere else after the box office as this movie did um 253 million dollars in north america alone 582 dollars global making it the third highest domestic box office of all time in quote unquote these trying times meaning that we're in the middle of a pandemic, which is the go-to excuse for literally everything that doesn't work now. Yeah. Um, you're, no matter what happens, uh, they have this built-in excuse. Um, and this is, it's funny, this movie, this article, this box office, proves that it's really bull. It's not actually a problem. It's, just a, ma- it's a problem of Hollywood not being able to tell engaging stories or giving the fans what they want. And mm-hmm. I think these are the numbers that kind of back that up. Um, It was exciting. mm -hmm. I saw.
2: I was in the theater with you guys. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, so how about this?
3: Before we get into the to the article, you were uh, Shane. Me and Miracle did a full sixty minute episode discussing the movie for our Friday episode. Uh, You can find that on the YouTube channel here. Uh, There's a a ten minute version that's just non spoilers, and then the rest of it, the other fifty minute segment, is a full full on discussion about the movie. But Shane was there with us Mm -hmm. in the theater. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why don't you give us your thoughts on the Uh, movie?
2: Okay so i know last time i spoke about spider-man i made a few people mad at me because i'm did. not the biggest spider-man fan oh uh, like me which is weird because i think mm-hmm. and i think i said this spider-man has my some of my favorite villains i mm-hmm. love venom i love carnage always mm-hmm. um so it was, and i think it was also my first time back in a the theater in a very long time yeah I chris just,
0: carr said the same chris thing.
3: carr said the same yeah. thing he said he thinks that his uh approval of the movie was highly colored by the fact that he just hadn't been able to experience a movie in a theater in such a long time. And it it probably hit him on a deeper level than it probably would have given that he doesn't really have a deep connection to the Marvel movies or the Marvel lore, for instance. So that's, uh, you know, perhaps that's why
2: on a surface level, I had a really good time being in a theater. I I loved people's reactions, Mm -hmm. hearing, it was so, everyone was so excited for all the things that were mm-hmm. happening. I don't know how much, I'm not going to give spoilers away um, if you haven't seen it yet, but really fun things happened. I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. I was, la- I mean, again, I don't want to get, spo- there's some cameos. You in can there.
3: give, you can give. Can uh, I talk about cameos? I, I think we, like, can talk. Easy. Um, guys, we can talk. Guys, uh, Chris, okay. our, our editor, Chris is going to hate me for doing this, but you guys, if you don't want to know spoilers, maybe skip the segment because uh, <laughs> it's, you handicap the, the, the speaker uh, when no. they saw it.
0: But look on the YouTube channel Our spoiler review Got more views Than our non-spoilers So, I, so I, you I, should be fine I
3: don't think people Care as much about, it, mm-hmm. about it's, not a, it's not
2: even a big thing But J.B. Smooth Is someone I love yeah. mm-hmm. And seeing his small Cameo I was laughing hard And it was Hannibal Burris As well mm-hmm. I don't know the other guy um, So well But those two In particular Really funny So many funny parts So many uh, So much dialogue That I was Really enjoying So mm-hmm. On a surface level Surrounded by people I had popcorn yeah. Felt great Felt great. I also felt like really old mm-hmm. because it was a very young audience um, and they were and I'm not as like Chris Carr. I'm not as versed in the Marvel world. So they mm-hmm. were getting every reference and I felt a little left out. Mm-hmm. Like I was like Rip Van Winkle. I just came back and I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. Okay. So that was that. But on, on the, I also have I suck the life and joy of everything as someone who sits at a computer and writes all the time. And I had a, a few issues with, with like just the overall story about trying this is my problem
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I, this is i guess a spoiler but Go ahead. you try to cure a super villain mm-hmm. right of their villainous superpowers mm-hmm. and then they're good people they're cured mm-hmm. my problem was whether they were bad people
0: beforehand yeah i was asking brett too i was like because the spell is gonna send them back to their deaths but since tom Holland's spider-man he quote unquote cured them um wouldn't they still die either way because they killed themselves? It wasn't Spider-Man's.
3: No, the logic is that they die fighting Spider-Man so if they're cured they won't end up fighting Spider-Man but, in that world. I but think but is what they they're cured, trying to get at. If
2: they're cured in the other dimension are they cured now retroactively in the other? Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Do, do they go <laughs> back to Doc the Because Doc other Doc side?
0: Because Doc Doc still has his octopus um, robotic arms.
3: That chip could just as easily short out again. Exactly. Uh, and you know, uh, I always thought that it was interesting that the uh, the Green Goblin that always looked more like just general mental illness. To yeah. yeah. Like it's it's portrayed, you know, him being looking homeless. Him, it's portrayed as if uh, you should be afraid of homeless people, which is clearly not oh, the truth. Uh, oh,
0: I mean, yeah, you should fear them. I LA mean, and New York, no. It's it's not. I'm. It's that's not necessarily Instead what it is.
3: Instead of bombs, there's <laughs> exactly. Feces. He's obviously not homeless, but I'm saying yeah. you get those vibes. You know, the person who yeah. looks kind of crazy, talking to themselves. Right. And mm-hmm. you, it evokes a certain imagery. Yeah. Right. Um, and I do think you're probably right. Like. Hearing them, uh, especially what it cost uh, Peter and really anyone who was living in that building. One thing that I have a problem with these movies is, uh, especially critics, they, they gloss over when, when they want something to not seem like a, like, people died mm-hmm. in that, there's no way nobody died yes. during that, uh, the scene where, I mean, other than Aunt May. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no way that more, like, n- most of the people in that apartment complex weren't crushed. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're you're forgiving them. Shouldn't we be like at the very maybe you, you do it and you arrest them right, if you <laughs> right. can. Maybe you don't send them back to their world to right. give them a free pass. Well this is one of my favorite this is and we're we're nitpicking here. No, like, but mm-hmm. but the, this is the underlying yeah. narrative. The issue is that you have. The issue the, of
2: rehabilitation, the prison system, which I think is broken, and recidivism, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And who can can people be rehabbed? Because yep. mm-hmm. and as we see in the movie,
0: some yeah. can, some can't. Yep. But doesn't it ruin the timeline, too? Because, like, you know, and Loki and Dr. Strange talked about it, too. If you mess with, like, a little thing, like, just changing them or curing them, wouldn't that make a whole different timeline? I
3: don't know if it's... I don't think multiverse and in, in space-time necessarily are interacting on the same level here. Like, I don't know. This mm-hmm. isn't time travel. It's, it's just... Not, it's, it's interdimensional it's travel. hard to know,
2: though, because... Mm-hmm. I, and I don't get too much in the weeds here, but Toby's Spider-Man is an older. Yes. Yeah, he's the oldest one. So he's got back problems. Mm-hmm. But the people he supposedly killed happened when years he was in his that. 20s and 30s. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't know if that's intentional or just they just didn't figure that out.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I will say that I do think it handicaps itself in being that it relies on the audience's understanding of the lore in the movies, but that's kind of to be expected now if you're creating an interconnected universe. Uh, it does handicap them in that way yeah. That means that If, if they're going to do If they're going to do Interconnected They might as well Lean into it right mm-hmm. So yeah. the hardest part Is to try and make a movie That's both uh, A stand Is both a Stellar movie on its own mm-hmm. But also Fits within this wider world right They just leaned very hard Into the lore of past movies So mm-hmm. this,
2: this is probably A good transition Into the box office numbers Because I think What we're seeing What we've been seeing Is like An economy of nostalgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This movie is nothing without nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. It's all in no- the. So, like, I think I told you, but like, when other Spider-Man appear, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, it was exciting for me. I almost cried. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. But when I remember watching Toby as Spider-Man, it wasn't, no one really liked him. It was a lot mm-hmm. of us talking smack on him. And the same for the, for Garfield. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now, just because of pure nostalgia,
1: you're happy yeah. to see him
3: again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's,
3: it's weird to me. It's, um, I think to me, we're in an age now where audiences are so starved to actually get what they want from these movies, Mm -hmm. meaning that um, we're going to talk about it with The Matrix later. We're going to talk about it with how things are done um, over at Star Wars Meaning that they, they want to the, the the number one thing they always talk about in Hollywood is subverting expectations subvert 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 yeah mm-hmm. the, you think they want one thing what, what's that quote there it said uh, I we give I give the audience what they don't realize they want right bullshit like right. your job that's not your job <laughs> yeah that's, your job is your job is to make a good movie if it happens to be a bit different than what you what the audience thinks they want you know sometimes that works but in these these types of movies you should be giving them what they want because you're banking on a built-in audience, right? Yes, I
2: agree. I just don't think it does anything, and maybe this doesn't matter, for the culture. Like, I want to see movies that really change culture, like landmark movies, Mm -hmm. right? So when I talk about nostalgia... And now, <coughs> clearly, Spider-Man is all about nostalgia within its universe and the a broader Marvel universe. And I was looking at the 2020 top-grossing movies, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was domestic. Spider-Man got two fifty-three million. Two hundred and
3: fifty-three million North America. And remember, 2020 is hampered. That is an actual pandemic with shutdowns. Um, so I can it,
2: agree it, to disagree. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm I, saying, know what you're <laughs> saying. I
3: mean, business shutdowns. No, I know. But, the theaters weren't but open.
2: Bad Boys for Life was number one top-grossing of last year.
3: Yep, Be- pre-pandemic. Still, it 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 Was came out it came out right before lockdowns.
2: Okay, January 17th. Yeah, they did 204 mil.
3: Yeah, right mm-hmm. before lockdowns.
2: Okay. And so when did uh Sonic came out right during lockdowns? Yeah. That's number 3.
3: And Sonic does well because they, uh, the audience asked that they change the ugly design of Nightmare Fuel original Sonic trailer. They changed it. And we see consistently, mm-hmm. if you give the audience what they want, they will show up to the theater. But instead, they make uh, movies that they realize that critics want, audiences don't want. Yes. And then when it doesn't work out, they blame the frickin' the pandemic. Yeah, true. Which is bullshit. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, because, right, we say $253 million, ain't nobody care about the, the about a, a virus if you're going to go out and get to see all three Spider-Men right uh, mm-hmm. on screen together right like uh, so let's so oh, also uh, before I, I continue what is your an idea of a, of a movie maybe of this size that does uh, positively affect the culture
2: well I was looking at last year's and I thought I like 1917 a lot mm-hmm. it's still in a way nostalgic because it's a war movie yeah. it's got that feeling but I thought the way it was filmed yeah the, the filmmaking process the mm-hmm. imagery there's a yep. scene in there with the lights and that night it was unbelievable. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. I I, I love Once Upon a Time. And, I love yeah. Joker, even though that's based. I mean, everything's rooted in nostalgia to some I degree. I would say
3: Joker might be a good example mm-hmm. of uh, of that of a movie of this genre or yeah. similar a genre, a genre adjacent. I suppose they're not really. One's a superhero movie. One's more of a character yeah. study. Yeah,
2: um, and it's still even built in with nostalgia because it's it's such a callback to like Taxi Driver.
3: Right? Exactly. That's like that. where the inspiration for that movie right. came from. Mary, Mary, have you seen Taxi? taxi driver
0: i was reading a summary of it yesterday okay. close enough yeah
3: uh, we'll yeah. take it
1: yeah <laughs> i
0: saw a wikipedia
2: page so, yeah uh, i
0: did i was like i did research for brett
2: yeah oh but i was just gonna say the, uh, looking at 2020 in terms of this economy of nostalgia it's bad boys for life mm-hmm. remake 1917 we can talk about that sonic jumanji star wars but
3: there's millions but there's hundreds of, of these remakes that, are, that don't do well because yeah. They're, yeah. they don't treat the property with any to- sort of reverence or Uh, any sort of actual kindness to this to the source material I go (laughs) on about that all the time here yeah Yeah. like because to me it's a I mentioned that the youtuber who said that these things don't have built-in fans they have built-in critics you're Mm. better off making a new property uh, if you want to now rather than risk for every spider-man no way home there's a show or a movie that just goes meh yeah because (laughs) because it's not faithful to the material Uh, look at—I uh, mean, people are sick of it. Like Michael Bay's uh, *Teenage Mutant Trills movies did all right, but their *Teenage Mutant Trills is like a gazillion-dollar franchise. It should have done yeah. way more than that because Michael Bay did not really—and for, for one, I am an unapologetically a fan of the tra- of the first three *Transformers* movies because they're just mm-hmm. popcorn fun. And I've I know the, that I know they're nothing like. The uh, any of the co- of the comics or any of the cartoons, right? Yeah. But I love them. I walked out of
2: one of them, so I, I was. So I disgusted. understand
3: why people hate it, but <laughs> I like uh, you know I'm I'm also one of those people like yeah U.S. military, mm-hmm. yeah lens flare and 360 camera shots. Mm-hmm. I can get into that in a theater; it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, but uh, it's also that's not trying to shove a message down your throat. Most of these mov- most of these remakes where they fail is trying to insert some type of modern day topical um, lesson into yeah. something. That's supposed to be either pure nostalgia or, at the very least, faithful to the source material. Yeah.
2: Oh, another thing I said last time I was on the show, mm-hmm. and I want to address again is I was talking a lot of smack on Tom Holland. <laughs> I wasn't really familiar with him at all. Yeah. He proved himself to me as yes. a good Spider-Man.
3: I that, when we did our review, I said that uh, he he earned his place as uh, in this way. the scene that, as right. much as you don't like the Aunt May scene because yeah. of what of, uh, of the
2: boring, unsympathetic. Death, but yeah, come mm-hmm.
3: uh, on. But his acting in that scene, I, I told Maris that he looked 10 years older than he was mm-hmm. while he mm-hmm. was doing that scene. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he did fantastic there. And if you look at here, like uh, at the movies that this has now surpassed as far as box office, uh, it beat out The Force Awakens, which opened to 247.9 million. Mm-hmm. It beat out, um, and it's just shy of Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, which are arguably the two biggest movies of the decade. Uh, mm-hmm. Of the last ten years, right? Yeah. They had ten years of buildup to make those movies with box offices like box offices like that, right? So, yeah. Endgame is the is the real culmination of Phase Three yeah. of the Marvel universe, which is ten years of filmmaking. Spider Man has been around since uh, Civil War, which I believe was twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. That's only five years, and it has a comparable box office. Yeah. So it, it proves to you that the the pandemic is not an actual excuse. Uh, It proves to you that if you just make a movie with we can agree uh, on how much messaging there was, you saw more of it than I think the average person would see Uh, me and you are very, very uh, hypersensitive to any type of messaging that ends up in these movies. It did like for whatever there was in here, Mm -hmm. I felt like it was handled deftly enough And the main thing is they avoided it in the marketing. They did not market it as Mm -hmm. some type of woke, modern day, uh, it's just a classic superhero story.
2: One of the things, though, and I I think I'm allowed to talk about this, uh, is the way they portrayed Jay Jonah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like the Alex Jones type. I love it. Right? I loved it. But it was funny to me because, I, I thought it was funny, but... In narrative terms, it was funny because they—they. They, that's one of the first things they say on the whole movie is controversial news site. Yeah. And then, but they're blasting, they're broadcasting that on all the skyscrapers. Yeah. I'm like Not That doesn't realistic. make sense at all. That's yeah. like putting Michael, or, or uh, that's like putting uh, Alex Jones on Times Square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what people are hearing. That would
3: never happen. Little either.
2: things that I'm just yep. nitpicking, but I, I overall had a really fun
3: time. Yep so it says um 113 like i was actually surprised at the box I-, I felt like the box offices the box office from homecoming and no way home fell short of uh, of expectations i don't think no way or i don't think uh homecoming made a billion And I would have expected Mm -hmm. Homecoming to make a billion at the box office, Mm -hmm. given the name recognition of Spider-Man, first his appearance in Civil War, but also maybe it's working off the the quote unquote damage that had been done by the Garfield franchise, right? But uh, I just really think that this box office proves to a lot of people that you don't uh, that that the pandemic in these industries is an excuse yeah. mm-hmm. for just making stuff that people don't want, and then when people don't want it, they yeah. say, "Oh, it's because nobody's coming to." The, like nobody went to see West Side Story because of the pandemic. No, yeah. no nobody wants a West Side sucks. Story. It's remake. already good. It, yeah, mm-hmm. you don't need to remake the 1961. <clears throat> the other thing, and maybe
2: I'm reading. No, I'm not reading it too much. I don't think you can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But overall, the movie that I also I liked about Spider-Man mm-hmm. is its uh, theme of redemption.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep,
2: we're not only trying to redeem. Inside the movie, the um, the villains, but it's in a funny way, a wink and a nod to the audience and them trying to redeem Toby and Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. As Which Spider Man. And they, 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 did. Absolutely. they did.
3: I never felt that Toby needed to be redeemed, but I felt like Garfield made the Come most. On, when he's dancing as Venom. One bad movie. Scene, one bad movie. <laughs> undid the whole franchise. One bad me. movie uh, of three does not undo how good those first two are. But I will say that Garfield probably got the most to get had the most to gain out of this first of all he, he actually he didn't need to make this movie right yeah. he's doing very well yeah. as an actor these days yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I would argue that he probably you know like if they're talking to agents like we need to get these characters back they could get McGuire back pretty easily uh, Garfield's got a lot to a lot yeah. to work for he doesn't yeah. need to come back for yeah. this he did a great but, job but he mm-hmm. was able to redeem that character in a way that would have only worked in this situation oh, it gave and, him a great scene and I think that that uh, it shows in the box office if you look yeah. at the um so the totals here it's 253 million, uh, on 4,336 screens. That's a lot of, it's a, it's a high amount of screens. Um, and obviously nothing else at the box office was anywhere close because this is the only story this weekend. Yeah. So if you tell a good story, yeah. uh, okay. If you tell a serviceable story, you leave out the identity politics, yep. mm-hmm. you focus on fun and that's being, it. uh, As accurate to the character As possible Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't make The side characters annoying This is the And this is my Where my issue comes in
2: And it's not Doesn't mean it's bad But I just have A different taste Right Mm -hmm. And when I'm sitting In that theater These are people around me Enjoying it like It's a theme park ride (laughs) Yeah, It's a (laughs) physical reaction When I go to the movies I want to be like tortured in my mind like I like you know I like things like David Lynch and stuff I, mm-hmm. I mean I love pop culture too but
3: that's like what Ridley Ridley Scott compares these movies to to theme park rides oh yeah uh it was either Ridley Scott or it was oh maybe uh, it was Scorsese you said or that. no it was Scorsese who said uh, they're not movies they're they're theme park rides
2: I felt that as okay. as the portals open and someone emerges, and the crowd goes wild. It's a nostalgia roller coaster. Yeah,
3: well, yeah well, uh, maybe you're hampered. Like you see that scene where Garfield catches MJ and redeems himself for Gwen in, in Spider Man in the Amazing Spider Man Two. Maybe you don't have the same visceral reaction without the rest of the crowd cheering along. I did along. though. I teared mm-hmm. up. Yeah.
2: I still do It you're still like, works on me You're
3: like I don't even know why But it does I
2: heard mm-hmm. him tell the story earlier yeah. And I, that's all I needed To have the a visceral yeah, reaction Yeah just yep.
0: context They did
2: do a good job I'm not saying mm-hmm. the story's bad I got some issues
0: I do
3: think it was paced masterfully I do think the I do think the Ooh. pacing was fantastic mm-hmm. once,
2: once it started The I, beginning was a little like I love the a, beginning It went a little I think long The pacing to me in the beginning was In a the beginning
0: long. I thought it was kind of quick Because What do you consider like, the beginning? Um, you mean when, when, he's, when he catches
3: MJ And they go through the, And they swing through the city in Basically what? the cold only Yeah I guess, that one. I guess
2: I see the beginning As like a Right until Everything falls apart You know mm. Everything from the beginning Act was like, one okay, yeah, well, It's it, even less than an act one He's
3: though. moving through the city He's mm-hmm. going from place to place yeah. He's not really sitting in one They're not holding one scene For too long yeah. I think it's cut well yeah. mm-hmm. I was Definitely never well. uh, I was never bored Which yeah. I get very bored yeah, Very I wasn't easily was bored either um, so Only I, when only when Aunt May was dying.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh.
3: I, I love that scene. I, I can't yeah. help it. and like I said, if they had marketed that scene as her giving the Uncle Ben lines, I would have hated it. I right. would have despised mm-hmm. it. Right. But they didn't. So maybe I'm giving it more leeway because I was just happy with the fact that it was marketed well. She was dying happy with bad choices that killed her. Well, you are being far too logical for, a theme, <laughs> for you're being far too uh, logical and critical for a, what is a self-proclaimed theme park, well, not self-proclaimed, which is a theme park ride movie. Um, and the rest of us are just kind of, and you know me, like I am hypercritical of these movies. Uh, yeah. So to me, like with how much I hated the Eternals, like I despised the Eternals, right. how much I, uh, how mediocre I thought Shang Chi, was all of these movies. I'm maybe I was just desperate for anything that felt like a, even the semblance of being above
2: average. Here's something that's an intersection of Marvel, nostalgia. And what I think is more of a cultural landmark, the Thor Ragnarok.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of... that about, movie
3: rocked. Yeah. I love that movie. It was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I love that writer too. Um, I'm not the biggest Taika Waititi fan. Um, oh really? You don't I, like? Your, oh, I don't know if we can get into it. But I, I love Jojo Rabbit. Um, uh, oh,
0: I kind of like that movie. I, I was watching it. Was it.
3: Really good. Maybe I, I might also be judging him because I don't like his. Pr- uh, personality Oh, separate that, as, uh, dude! The vampire. Move was I told incredible. me and you, me and you, take different approaches yeah, on do, this. He can separate art from the artist Have masterfully. To. I say, if you're going to, uh, you you hold yourself accountable for your actions, and if you're going to speak without thinking, it's going to it should cost you. Uh, like I'm not going to support you uh, bad mouthing mm-hmm. whole swaths of an audience. And right, like, I'm not going to reward that. Right. I get so,
2: that I get um, that I, I it come with me it's like most of the people I, I love as painters or, or musicians <laughs> seem to be the worst of people I could I see fartsy stuff
0: yeah,
3: yeah. well they, like there's a really like, don't give him the megaphone like I said just <laughs> hire a PR person and stay off Twitter ugh, ugh. Um, don't, get, don't get
2: PR like, do the opposite
3: look at like t- Tom Holland is like universally loved because he's just kind of like a dork in like uh, he what he like he would ruin he would like leak stuff from the movies all the time so he seems very like um, like the every man in a way but yeah and and you're right he's also very faithful to the spider-man yeah like he is he did all that very well and he loves the character like he yes. like, uh, yeah uh, so I, I think that it earned its 253 million i also think this movie's going to have legs i i, I don't think this movie is going to have an extreme drop-off yeah i, I think I, it's gonna
2: what do you think how many eight uh
3: i, I think it'll Come i, on now. I well, I get, yeah, because if it's it, then if the drop is over fifty percent, that's still like hundred and fifty-three million dollars, uh, or it's like one hundred and twenty-five million dollars next week. Yeah, I, I think that this movie will. It's also with, with the Matrix coming out, but the Matrix is. Is d- a day and date release Meaning that like I'm not going to the theater To see it I'm going to watch it On HBO Max Oh
0: you're uh, not going to Watch it with us? No we're going
3: to uh, I mean if they get tickets I'll go see it in the theater but if I they...
0: think Tim is going to Get okay. tickets for us uh, That's what Chris told me
3: If not like I would be just as fine Watching it on HBO Max Yeah um, But I, I don't think the, I don't think The Matrix will I think Spider-Man Stays bah! number one At the box office Next week Interesting mm-hmm. When's the last time A superhero movie Wasn't the number
2: one Or well, like I mean Bad Boys I guess is
3: well, no. no, I guess I mean, it happens often, right? It's not like they're in theaters all year round. It Seems like uh, they are. Ghostbusters well, now is not are. a superhero movie. West uh, Encanto was number one for a couple of weeks. That's okay. not a. That's good. That's not a. But a that's an movie.
0: animated children's story, and like it's those are
3: bigger box office. Like, I, I mean, horror movies are the ones that end up making the most yeah. profit because yeah. they mm-hmm. cost nothing to make, yeah, and that's true. and they and they and they bring in huge amounts at the box office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like I, I, I'm just I'm very. Um, starved for movies that give the audience what they want. Uh, it's the critics that always have this uh, complaint of like too, what's too much fan service? Right. Uh, but in an age where they, where they want to subvert your expectations and not give you what they want, I say give the people what they want. Yeah.
0: Why don't they just do what Japan does for fan service?
3: What's that? Keep going?
0: Keep on going and just do filler episodes where they tell a story. Mm. Also a lot of... Uh, was:
3: i don't know about that <laughs> of course, I, I, um it doesn't really work at the box office here um, <laughs> but uh, you know d- different oh yeah 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 why doesn't that work anymore i thought that was the thing that well because that here now you'd be labeled uh, as bad for doing that um, but
0: come on look at japan it was kind of like working for a bit still it works over there <laughs>
3: it, it doesn't work for um, supposedly conservative america so uh, <laughs>
0: um, yes for sure,
3: missing, missing out um, what uh, If you had to pick uh, Who was the breakout performer Next to to Tom Holland in that Keanu movie. Reeves In Spider-Man
0: No sorry my <laughs> bad
3: I missed that part <laughs> Was yeah.
2: that during Aunt May's death When I went to sleep It must have been um, during Aunt May's death uh, uh, it I, was, I think that's, was, a, I think it that's an easy answer I wonder if you guys agree I think it's Willem Dafoe Williams. Oh
0: yeah I love his performance Dude, Like you amazing. actually You see like two different sides Of the green um, Green Goblin Being like Psychopathic And just being like A normal human being The way he makes His mm-hmm. mouth move Exactly It's so
3: good That's why they want him As a, like. I'm surprised he wasn't More common of a Joker Like think, thinking That he could have Played the Joker mm-hmm. in, in younger years With, um, Or or an older Joker now that's what, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joker beyond <laughs> Give it to me Well
0: there's like A comic book Where they had Three Jokers Yeah
3: the it. the Three Jokers
0: No it's called Something else right
3: Joker War Three it's literally called Three Jokers.
0: Really? Yeah. They're that lazy with titling? <laughs>
3: um, yeah. I, I don't remember how that went. That one's popular though. That and Joker that one, were, because po- were popular. Because it's popular
0: because it has three different Jokers at three different ages and mm-hmm. they're all in the same universe. So there mm-hmm. is an old Joker. Yeah. They but, just need to cast like middle-aged Joker and like teenage joker or right. early 20s right. so
3: um speaking of though you did mention keanu reeves did you not
0: yes i did speaking of keanu
3: reeves <laughs> you like that segue <laughs> that's a fantastic segue um <laughs> she did uh, it on purpose i she did helping you I, I i know i know i know it was it was very clean
0: but it would be funny if he was in the movie somehow he's like behind Aunt yeah. me and nobody cares about yeah. her it's
2: the third thing at the end of the credits that no one saw
0: <laughs> exactly
3: so <laughs> Uh, The Matrix Resurrections. Um, This is um, very concerning to me. Um, There's some tweets in here from the critics. Again, I have my issues with critics. We were going to cover a story on a movie called American Underdog where I was reading reviews that just made me roll my eyes into the back of my head and give myself a migraine. Mm -hmm. But I, I tend to think that critics have this elitist perspective that is very disconnected from the average viewer look at rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. uh that's that's the number one example yeah. we always give uh is that rotten tomatoes uh, very clearly if the if the fans like it the audience hates it if the audience hates it the fan uh, the the critics love it yeah. I, I, I screwed up that saying but you, you get we what i'm it. saying um and with this one it's not so much what they're saying other than a few comparisons but it's also how they describe parts of the plot uh, that that make me weary uh, mm. of it uh, being the, that it's a Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. But it says this is an article from IndieWire, um, and it says the Matrix Resurrections first reactions: bold Hollywood sequel or meta headache. Uh, I I worry hearing meta in. I, I don't want. They can't help it. They can't. They just uh,
2: heard about it again the other day. I Man, just we're don't throw it in the headline.
3: I don't want meta humor in my Matrix movies. But uh, it is meta. Uh, I mean, I don't have faith that they're going to do it in a clever way.
0: It would yeah. be funny if they had the yeah. metaverse into it.
3: It's, uh, let's not say we did. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: Zuckerberg is the villain, I think. Th- that Zuckerberg be, that, is that
0: secretly would be. in this he's, movie. He's Agent
2: Smith, actually. <laughs> that would be interesting. Oh, God,
0: that'd be so weird because he doesn't blink and he just sweats yeah. right here. Yeah. I really think he's a lizard person. Do you? I think
2: he's just CGI.
3: Yeah, Elon Musk can be Trinity. <laughs> yeah
0: perfect
2: <laughs> this movie i'll see but so says, have you
0: seen inside job netflix it's a no. like, uh, adult animation cartoon huh. i always talk about it but okay. they talked about um mark zuckerberg secretly being a lizard person oh, that's funny. why he's so awkward that's
2: funny yeah mm-hmm. shoot who knows what he is I, there was a video of him i saw recently and i, I just thought his <laughs> face was a deep fake oh like, d- he's just not real. There's nothing <laughs> fake about
3: this person. Okay,
0: okay. We're so. going off topic. Brett really S- wants to read but this. Speaking
3: of deepfakes, <laughs>
2: IndieWire says of Matrix yes. The Matrix
3: Resurrections <laughs> is finally screened for press, industry, and other lucky viewers. And first reactions to the sequel from director Lana Wachowski are pouring in. This is not the only major. Uh, this is not the only, This is not only the last major movie premiere to round out this year's winter season. It is also the first Matrix film since 2003's *The Matrix Revolutions*, uh, and the fourth film in the franchise. Let's see. Uh, Check out a roundup of social media reactions which are divided but sway towards positive. Oh, that sounds like... uh, Doesn't that sound like uh, slant writing Uh right there? uh Kind of. uh, They love to... uh, They're very good at like um framing the framing it in the way they need to yeah. frame it right mm-hmm. yep. so it says the matrix four features keanu reeves consummate game stuntman of all time <laughs> and carrie ann moss reprise, reprising their roles as neo and trinity respectively respectively as well as jada pinkett smith as niobe uh lambert wilson as the uh i always forget how to pronounce that one uh I don't even know The yeah. Uh Yeah mm-hmm. I was pretty I Forget how to pronounce the one And Daniel Bernhardt As Agent Johnson They're joined by a wave Of high profile Co-stars including Yaya Abdul-Mateen II Neil Patrick Harris Jonathan Groff Toby Anwar uh, Unwar Unwamir I always apologize for that. Uh, and Priyanka Chopra. Love Priyanka I'm Chopra. excited
2: to see Neil Patrick
3: Harris reprise his role as Doogie Howser in The Matrix. Though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that, that's what, that was where my first kind of... When <coughs> I saw him in this, I was like, really? Like He's awesome, though. I know. He I like is. But in this world, I just... Mm, yeah. So.
0: But it's kind of funny because now he's back into acting. He's in that new Nicolas Cage movie. Have you seen the trailer?
3: oh no but it looks really good yes
0: it is so he's yeah. in that movie too so yeah. See, i feel like
3: in that movie mm-hmm. he makes 110 percent perfect sense <laughs> in this movie i don't know if neil patrick harris is the person i you know it does feel too wink at the camera to me
0: mm-hmm. uh come on it's neil patrick harris how can you be mad at that face <laughs> so it says, he does uh, musicals.
2: he was in gone girl right i i, I, think? I think so him. I, i'm pretty sure yeah he was great in that movie
0: Mm-hmm.
3: it's uh out of, out of all the ben affleck movies that's like the one that everybody loves that i have, like i've seen the least oh, i uh, really like that movie. Uh,
0: <laughs> i don't think i've seen it many times but i
2: really uh, really enjoyed that movie
0: come on he was in smurfs um <laughs> can't say that I, saw that <laughs> I was actually
3: a, a bigger fan of what was the what was the um the clint eastwood movie about the about the uh, million dollar baby mm. um the boxing movie Mm -hmm. Um, so man that would have been a fantastic segue into the next segment but we're not there yet (laughs) put it on the uh, show it's okay
0: I'll I'll figure out a way
3: so it (laughs) says uh, franchise newcomer Abdul Mateen II is Morpheus but he's not Lawrence Fishburne's version of the character that fans love I think what the script provided was a new narrative and some new opportunities that did make room within the Matrix universe for a new Morpheus. Mm -hmm. Abdul Mateen II teased to Entertainment Weekly in October. I play a character who's definitely aware of the history of the Matrix and the history of Morpheus. This character is on a journey of self-discovery. There's a lot in our story that's about growth, defining your own path. Morpheus isn't exempt from that. This is definitely a different iteration of the character like multiverse in everything now right so it says the film written by Wachowski with the authors David Mitchell and Alexander Heman uh, Heman uh, have been in development since 2017 top secret filming began uh, in February of 2020 wow that was pretty recent
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, in San Francisco under the code name project ice cream I would love to see like somebody actually make movies out of all the horrible code names they give movies <coughs>
0: yeah oh, I mean uh, there's like a co-
3: CIA CIA psyop.
0: Mm-hmm. with
3: filming also taking place in Germany and Chicago production was halted on march 16th 2020 due to the covid 19 pandemic but then resumed in august filming wrapped in november of 2021 that was like two months like a month ago wow uh-huh. wow the, right i'm yeah. not a year didn't go by did it am i losing my mind no you
0: didn't but 2020 did go by quickly but so did th- 2021.
3: that's a long t- i mean they must have been working on the effects in-house yes, as it was like like they, the movie might not be done yet Um, I mean, the film (laughs) opens, uh, with day and date release on December 22nd on HBO Max and in theaters. So here's some of these tweets and I'll, I'll get to the one that definitely, it's this first one that worries me. (laughs) It's from David Ehrlich and it says the matrix resurrections, despite, and because of its infinite goofiness is the boldest and most vividly personal Hollywood sequel since the last Jedi. Uh, <clears throat> a silly, sincere galaxy brain take on reboot culture that makes peace with how modern blockbusters are now only about themselves. So, I, I don't know if I want a movie that was as deep and introspective as The Matrix to be silly in any fashion, even if it is. Uh, I don't know if I'm phrasing that necessarily the most accurate way. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like put to, to word what I'm actually trying There's to explain. A certain mm-hmm. There is vibe. a silliness to the movies themselves. There was. But they still very much take themselves seriously. The
2: silliness in the first Matrix was like a small percentage surrounded by like a dark... Semi philosophical. You thing. almost
3: can't get over it. You almost can't recapture that because that was just the '90s. Mm-hmm. That right. was just or 2000, early 2000s, yeah. right? Yeah. You cannot. It's like when we were watching Blade the other day. There's a murkiness and mm-hmm. a darkness to that tone that has nothing to do with the cinematography. Mm-hmm. You, it's almost like it's captured in its essence yeah. and conveyed on screen in a way that cannot be broken by space time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you see it because it was filmed in that era. It has nothing to do with the cameras. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the actors. It is something to do with how this movie was created through from, from storyboard to filmmaking. It's
2: also the way we perceive it because we were at the same age when yes. we saw it. Yeah. So it's locked in that but, as well. well mm-hmm. Like it would
3: be interesting to show somebody that movie who'd never seen it now and tell them it was modern uh, right. other than the cgi being bad like right. certain not in fact a lot of that cgi yeah. holds
2: up the music would be a, a cue probably the, the mm. I, yeah. I <laughs> but they
3: don't love drum and bass now and <laughs> <laughs> uh somebody scream <laughs> uh but here's the part that yeah so it's first and it was this Ryan right here the last jedi nothing should want to ever be compared to the last jedi ever uh, whether you like the movie or not, mm-hmm. because of how polarizing it was to the entirety of the film industry. Yep. What um,
0: was the last Jedi again? Like, I don't that's remember. Watching Driver, it. Uh, uh,
3: the, the second Ray. in the tri- in the trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Very, very polarizing because of uh, the fact that they work to deconstruct Luke Skywalker. He becomes a a whiny baby. He has no hope, which (sighs) is literally the opposite of Luke Skywalker. I'm not even a humongous Star Wars fan. But when I saw that, I'm like, this feels off. This feels wrong, right? So if somebody like me, who in Star Wars terms is not... I'm not paying attention to the expanded universe. I saw Clone Wars, but I didn't watch... uh, uh, You know, I'm not following the comics or deep into the lore. I know Ahsoka Tano, and that's about it. It, right, so right. I'm a, I'm a normie, but I know that that's not Luke Skywalker, right? Right, so I don't want any movie. That uh, is comparing itself to the Last Jedi to think that that's a compliment.
2: I didn't remember Last Jedi much, and when mm-hmm. I when I googled it, the first one of the top questions was why do people hate Last Jedi? <laughs> it's,
3: it's it's this weird like in the in the industry stands super hard for this movie, like yeah. they, they it's like held up as this benchmark, and nobody outside of the of, of elite media people really can understand why. Because uh, even if you take away the fact that the director was extremely antagonistic towards fans, and that's really the oh, brother ryan johnson had a horrible relationship with the quote-unquote man babies who like i said earlier you don't have built-in fans you have built-in critics when you're given the the keys to a 150 million dollar property that's worth billions of dollars in revenue Mm -hmm. you have a duty to leave that property in the same shape you found it if not better if not better Mm -hmm. so to to that to not only deconstruct it with no plan for where that will go not even really thinking about the fact that it's part of a trilogy, mm-hmm. and they seem to have no clue what the what to do. You know, they didn't know how to actually format it as yep. a trilogy. Yep. If you can't even do that, mm-hmm. and then you're also antagonistic to the people that literally pay the bills that make these properties what they are, I, I just that automatically makes me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is how yeah. I felt
2: with the Mary Poppins remake. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite movie in all in the world is Mary Poppins, and they just they destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, but I thought. I forgot the actress's name who played Mary it was amazing, but they... She's
0: an amazing actress. Amazing. I'll tell you that. Like, Story, she's amazing, but... They destroyed mm-hmm.
3: the heart of I never of saw Poppins the remake. It's the same thing you're talking <clears throat> about. Watch Nostalgic the Critic.
0: He tells you exactly what's wrong so with it. It's... um. But, and I,
3: and I, do, I do want to say that I'm kind of... I, I You could say I'm projecting in a way because mm-hmm. I see that term and I automatically get defensive. It's not like the creators of The Matrix are out here bad-mouthing fans. It's mm-hmm. not that I've seen. There have been no articles on it. Yeah. It's, and nobody can hate Keanu. Keanu is like the most... Uh, he's bulletproof. Beloved. Mm-hmm. But He's the most beloved. beloved. So uh, it doesn't have that Until working. Until this movie. And it, it does not have that working against it. Um, but to me, as soon as I see critics comparing anything to The Last Jedi, I, I immediately get iffy. Yeah. So I'm worried about that. Um, All the
0: critics are saying this is a comedy. And that's kind of scaring that's me. That's worrisome
3: because... to me too. Oh, Comedic goodness. elements... Can you trust critics?
2: Mm. If they're saying it's a comedy, maybe <laughs> they, they don't know what comedy is anymore, right? No,
0: because the world is broken. But a lot of <laughs> people are saying this is very funny. It's like consistently funny. And then one person said this is a comedy. Oh,
2: <sighs> Maybe they messed up the scripts and they did Bill and Ted instead.
0: Oh, my God.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not perfect. Uh, so here's some more of the tweets uh, discussing it. It says, it's not perfect. There are some moments that might be complete and utter nonsense. But oh, wait say. But while the Matrix Revolutions broke my heart, the Matrix Resurrections did the other thing, and I'm just so happy about it. Full review coming this next Tuesday. Uh, here's one that says from Nigel Smith that says. Uh, the Matrix Resurrections is more fun than I remember the sequels ever being. Yes, it's bogged down in exposition like the previous two, but there's a knowing wink to it all now. Newcomer Neil Patrick Harris and Jonathan Groff are key to that. See, that's what I mean. Like, if there's winking at the camera elements to this, it's going to come from the Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. character. Yep. Uh, there's Watch the-
2: it be from Neo, though.
3: <laughs> Watch
2: it be from
1: Neo. I would Neo.
3: hope that he wouldn't do that. Um, so it says, uh, the Matrix Resurrections. Here's another one from Dimitri Krause. It says... Uh, the Matrix Resurrections is a grandiose palate cleanser from an era of clinical nostalgia bait and sexless tentpoles. Uh, they love to talk what? about... They love... Like, Tom Holland... I'm, like, going off sexless topic here, but Tom, Tom Holland did a thing recently where they're like, cause, like... There's the weirdos that... The weirdos that escape Tumblr mm-hmm. uh, and, <laughs> and, and infected Twitter. Are, all they care about is the sex lives of these of characters like these. Right, right, And they're like, right. who's Peter Parker? Like, they love they loved their weird, erotic fan fiction. And Tom Holland says... No, Tom Holland, Peter Parker's not going to have sex. Nobody cares about Pir- Spider-Man actually ha- having right. sex. But it's they stupid.
0: did do a sex joke. But that's not the same thing as showing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, it's but come on, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man X Venom. <sighs> Come on Oh my goodness <laughs> Come on This people. is one of
3: the uh, escapees From Tumblr She's right <laughs> here She is Don't uh, In fact uh, As funny as that <laughs> is I wouldn't insult her like that That's very mean Um <laughs> Damn. Uh, No
0: I'm one of the people Who actually escaped from Tumblr I left the computer And <sighs> became a human being that's, that's that's
2: Rehabilitated terrifying.
0: Yep Terrifying <laughs> 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 Time of Throw me back into Tumblr
3: <laughs> a totally earnest sci-fi romance with some of the most exuberant set pieces this side of Fury Road. Okay, that's a compliment. That's a good that's one. A good compliment. Yeah. Empathetic and incisive in equal measure. Astonishing stuff. So I'm actually not hating as many of these. Like most of it, it's the stuff about comedy, uh, the reference to The Last Jedi mm-hmm. uh, that, that I'm really s- taking issue with.
0: A lot of them are genuinely nice, but no, most are saying yeah. that it's a comedy, which is like kind of weird because The Matrix um, it's not supposed to be a comedy. No. Nope. So maybe they misinterpret it because a mm-hmm. lot of them, like looking at their profile pics, they look younger.
3: The Matrix Resurrections. So be m- yeah.
0: maybe they are interpreting the movie differently. Could be. Uh,
3: the Matrix Resurrections is a total blast. Weird romance. So they keep mentioning romance. So it's going to have a lot to do with mm. uh, Trinity. That was there. And, well, that's what I'm saying. Like there's hints. But it, it like well, that was part of the first the first, fr- the first trilogy. But I think everybody was so enamored with the with the the theme of uh, the Matrix. Of, yeah, well, the theme of. Um, what am I trying to say here? The Matrix. No, but like, uh, simulation. Uh, the yeah. the like uh, I my brain always just shuts off when when we're on air like you're, that. You're in the Matrix yes, now. Yes. Uh, like the <laughs> theme of the theme of simulation and yeah. the concept of the Matrix was so engrossing mm-hmm. that the roman romantic angles were so common back then yes. that it fell by the wayside as totally. a, as a not the most important part of the movie. Right. Now the romantic stuff is so not part but of it. When you look days. back at that
2: first movie, it's a huge part of the yes, it is turning part of the end right yeah
3: that one critic said about how most movies these days are sexless and essentially void of uh, of romantic angles because they're they're uh uh, it's just not what sells anymore i guess you know uh i could make plenty of jokes here but i'm not going to come (laughs) on you x
0: trinity let's go
3: so it says uh the 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 only thing that worries me about this is the talk about it being Overly humorous and winking at the camera. There's absolutely a way that this could be done well, yeah. but uh, I also almost feel like I, I talked myself through my am- my apprehensions here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like
2: it was just one bad tweet. It
3: it was yeah. Like that guy should realize that he's not doing this movie any favors. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But
2: it's funny. Someone could have hated Fury Road and see the Fury Road tweet. Like, who could
3: hate
0: Fury?
2: I don't know. I thought that movie was incredible. Did you like that movie? Uh, Mad it? Max Fury. Mm-hmm. Road mm-hmm.
0: I liked it. Yeah, I watched it on the plane twice
2: awesome that's a great plane movie <laughs> exactly We're getting there faster <laughs> somehow
0: uh, let's hope not to crash this plane
3: <laughs> i used to watch because i when i used to travel for skating mm-hmm. i would go on airplanes and i would watch uh con air <laughs> and i would watch um uh lost what was, uh, no uh what, no <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: um
3: and uh harrison ford from uh not under siege what about
0: 2012 uh, did you watch that on the movie
3: i never saw it. the roland oh. emmerich movie i never saw oh. that movie
0: basically the movie where they said 2012 was the end of the world
3: sounds like a roman roland emmerich movie <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, i love day after tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah it was fun um why can't I think of the, the Last man standing Harrison
2: Ford For, Yeah I don't even
3: know We're the secret service agent On the plane, And the president And they're in Air, For- Air Force One. Oh, Air Force One Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally talked <laughs> myself through <Yeah>. Wow Brett <laughs> Wow So I used to watch Air Force One And Con Air On airplanes Perfect That was, that was a that
2: thing a, Like a weird trauma thing You have to put yourself through <laughs> Like what is that about Wait, Watch I, Snake <laughs> on the planes the, the
0: fr- In the airplane no, That's good I, too mm-hmm. that, so. <laughs> <laughs> No come on um, Come on Just watch Snake on the planes On an airplane <laughs> When Freak the, out your passenger right when, next to you. When
3: society collapses, we can watch Mad Max uh, together. Yeah, yeah, that would we'll be do, perfect. We'll do that. So, uh, most of these tweets are pretty. I feel like we actually talked ourselves through the negativity. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the critics a break here because most of what they're saying feels like, it still feels elitist and, um, like the, you know, Heidi toidy Uh, It is what it is But uh, we'll give them uh, Like here it says Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss's Chemistry Burns It's got Jessica Henwick in it We'll forgive her blue hair Mm -hmm. uh, Because Jessica Henwick Jessica Henwick is awesome Mm -hmm.
2: Um, So Okay there's one tweet though This is alarming There was a point in the middle Of the Matrix Resurrections Where I briefly thought It was the best movie ever made What? And like I haven't convinced myself
3: it's not. I lo- see that shill right there. That's that's like. And she spelled
2: uh, loved with like ten
3: V's. Uh, a, a lot of people are gonna hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Okay. That Sorry. that is the Brought most. You, you, you are you are hired, my friend. Like, <laughs> that is the most alarming of all of yeah. them. Yeah. Like when they're like like when somebody's being like when a critic is being purposely contrarian. Yeah. Like be be afraid be Mm -hmm. very very afraid so uh who knows uh i have a feeling that um maybe as with most things uh it falls somewhere in the middle this is Mm -hmm. one
2: that gives me hope though because this seems to this seems to sum up the vibe of the matrix that i love so much uh he says the matrix resurrection's best movie of the year okay it's hyperbole but this part so angry so joyous so fun Mm. that's good doesn't sound like it's slapstick humor like the other tweets it was angry you know it was this brooding dark thing in the matrix and it was joyous i mean remember all the silly segments that came out of that for e hollywood and stuff about you know how they bent backwards yep. the bullets i mean it was it was monumental when that happened you ever came see
3: out. like the did you ever watch like the how to how they made that stuff I don't think I have. I think I've seen the thumbnail. It's, like it's time basically I just keep... a guy in a, in a green screen suit with like a green screen paddle that catches them yes. and leans them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, uh, <laughs> so it's well, I practiced
2: a... that. I could do it pretty well back in the day. I was, I was in the Matrix. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so here's it says uh, the Matrix is an almost 2.5 hour exposition dump with choppy action scenes reminiscent <laughs> of the Bourne movies. It reuses far too much footage from the previous installments and is meta to a fault. That is alarming as well. Um, oh, no. Why uh, Why to
2: use other? Oh, that doesn't sound good. Reusing. Are they going to have Neo memories now? I'm nah. guessing that
3: it, it, there's a way that could work within the film. If like they did that with the trailer, they did the, with the trailer where they showed like a past version of the scene, the scene from the movie. And I how wasn't it,
2: sure if that was part of the trailer or if that, that's part of the narrative. Of it's this movie. probably in the movie. I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. So.
3: <laughs> Maybe that's why it only took this long to finish making because there's just a bunch of finished yeah. scenes from the original. collage, mm-hmm. The Matrix uh, holiday Ends end of the year yeah. special and it's yeah. really just, it, it's just a compilation. <laughs> it's just a
2: compilation movie. Right. It's just it's, the greatest uh, bait and switch ever. Yeah, the the first title, the running title for this movie was The Matrix Best Of. No, oh, mm-hmm. that would
3: have been amazing. See, I would have, uh, I'm here for it. If they did that, <laughs> just with how they like scam you out of your money, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, damn, I can't believe I paid for that. Good on you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. You so should mad. read
0: the tweet by Scott like, keep writing Scott Mendel? Of course, mm-hmm. it's Scott
3: Mendelson. Uh, it was a comedy. The action is disappointing and the new characters are thin, but the metatextual comment I bet you he felt so proud of himself when he typed metatextual. Yes. Commentary is biting. It wrestles with its own legacy in that Jurassic World Bad Boys 3 uh, Ready Player One fashion. I prefer the first three, but this is a wild swing. It's, so, most of this stuff is fairly tepid. Mm-hmm. And like, Yeah they're leaning into the meta aspects we only time will tell we will definitely do a review for it when it when, yeah. when we get to see it so yeah. you should come back for that yeah i know like just to, watch like it to. with just us drive, yeah. really just <laughs> drive really far just
2: <laughs> it. i'll hopefully i'll be living here like, uh like, soon enough so this comes out easy. next this comes out. This oh, i won't be living week. here by then yeah. but i like to talk about keanu's hair and stuff like that too we love, oh we I, love
0: I thought keanu's you wanted to burn him like how we're gonna burn jake paul
3: no nice transition that was that was miracle you are sorry that was beautiful because nice you were talking
0: about blue hair and i was like oh that's a nice bird like how i'm gonna burn jake paul that was
2: job i like the accent all of a sudden <laughs> i had an accent it sound like a southern accent that i've not heard from you yet
0: oh my bad <laughs> apparently my southern accent comes out you so, know i'm from california <laughs>
2: right as we go into jake paul i just want to put this out there <clears throat> yeah i'm gonna go through my head real quick make sure i don't even care <laughs> i don't trust men with two first names
3: that's very dangerous.
0: Come on, you don't trust his older brother, uh, Logan Paul?
3: No, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Dude, I
0: can't respect Jake Paul after like he was fighting with somebody on Twitter. They said, "I bet you you can't take down my fifty-two-year-old dad." And I'm like, "Leave the old man alone. You fight your own fights." Right. Right. So, well,
2: I'll just say like, but no, no disrespect because I also respect the heck out of him for working this hard mm-hmm. and fighting pretty damn well.
0: Yeah, his fighting's okay.
2: He's been winning. He's been knocking out people,
0: but come on the May um, the Mayweather fight that was well. Stupid. That's like
3: that's that's an exhibition that looks like, like WWF. too. yeah. 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 The the well, UFC like leans into it now too with like like how they do their promos and everything yeah. like that. Vince McMahon, man, he's really he's uh, he yes. the business model yeah mm-hmm. totally. Yep. So he birthed the president for us. He, <laughs> 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 so uh, we do have this article from. Uh, It's about Jake Paul, and I thought it was interesting because I kind of have my own um, take on this because I've had a lot of injuries uh, because of skating in my lifetime. And I do. uh, I worry about some of the same stuff he's talking about here.
0: Didn't you do hockey also?
3: I played hockey. Mm. Less injuries than that because you wear full pads. And uh, though, ironically enough, I've been skating for twenty three years, and the only bone I've ever broken, other than my fingers, was my collarbone, and that wasn't from skating. That was from hockey. Oh wow! Um, (laughs) But skating, I've had like arguably worse, like uh, ligament tears, which are much worse because like a bone has a very clean uh, healing period. Time, like you know, pretty much uh, if it's in a cast, how long it will take to. Heal Mm -hmm. but with ligaments uh, And tendons it can It's gone gone. yeah all the progress can be gone Very quickly
0: have you ever torn your ACL yet
3: no yes Um, Oh
0: dang really you have you have to Explain what happened Uh,
2: How I did it yeah I was singing in a death Metal show and I was Jumping on stage for our last song And I fell and I broke it Right during the last like riff of the song, oh, God. Oh, it's on the mic. I, wow, video it sounds did. very
3: dramatic. I, it's, <laughs> it
2: it's on VHS. If somewhere. There's a
3: movie made about your life that's going to end Act One. I was,
2: I was, yeah, I was wearing a. It was Halloween. I was covered mm-hmm. in blood. My microphone had a Viking skeleton on it, and uh, my knee si- was went to the size of like Peter Boyle. For those who know who Peter Boyle looks yes. like, my knee looked like him.
3: My, oh. I mean, I have that problem. Like my left knee is like twice the size. Like I just have a really bad left knee that I just right. don't have the time money or inclination to be able to fix right now I, yep. I, I do strength training i i try to keep it in as good as because i skate every day still yeah um out there but my knee is uh is a mess mm-hmm. but so so like uh, i can totally uh, like he's found a way to to turn this into a <coughs> career um, yeah he's also the as social media people like people who have like his claim to fame is essentially through social media yeah he started
0: yeah. off of TikTok because logan paul started um not TikTok tock vine mm-hmm my bad because they're almost the same thing but both him and his brother started their fame on vine and then when vine died they were youtube famous because everybody was like oh you're from vine you're funny and then logan paul messed up with japan with the suicidal forest oh
2: okay that's okay yeah i remember
0: Mm -hmm. that and then him he got famous because he was dating a i don't want to call her a youtuber but she's an influencer tana mojo or no, no no, not Mojo. She was like um she's that girl that ripped off all the young teenagers with her TanaCon
2: I don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad.
0: Yeah. It was <laughs> so bad and she was planning to do another one, but people were like, Oh, are you gonna rip us off again? This is kinda like Firefest, but younger because it's oh, girls okay. and glitter.
3: I had a I had a really funny discussion about like the free market the other night and explaining mm-hmm. who Belle Bell Delphine was. And, Who's Belle Delphine? Uh, yeah, it's like a she sells, ba- she sold bathwater, her own bathwater. Oh, so her! I-, I was, I was like, hey, man, if if she can find uh, yeah, an audience well, willing us. to, yeah, to right. buy it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. is like, you know, it, it is what it is, man. Right. It no. Market range.
0: Speaking about her bathwater, somebody actually like did like they went into like the microscope um, scope and see if like it was real bathwater. They're like, no, this is regular water because I can't find a trace of human, <laughs> holy um, holy. See, human skin a, into it. There's
3: a market for <laughs> everything. Like, the, like the, somebody took the time. To do that, it's amazing,
2: <laughs> yeah, good for them,
0: like, dude. But my friend Mia Rios really hates her as a person. She's like, That girl is a pedophile, and I'm like, Really? Dang. Moving on. Dang. Moving on. Um, we'll send the
2: investigators. Yeah. No, but he's talking about serious <laughs> things in this article. Yeah, so, he so is. it says,
3: it says uh, Jake Paul is only 24, and this article is from TMZ Sports. Mm-hmm. It says Jake Paul is only 24, but he's suffering from memory loss and, slur- and slurred speech. Like how I slurred, as I said, slurred yeah, perfect. <laughs> and it's largely because of boxing, and it could get even worse with tonight's fight. A fight that he did win. Ladies yep. and gentlemen um, nice. Uh, Jake appeared on In Depth With Graham Basinger And talked about, uh, about Something boxers rarely discuss When they're, when they're still in the game How boxing messes up their head Jake told Graham I noticed in conversations With like my girlfriend or my friends Like I'm not remembering something That I should be able to remember That happened a couple of days ago uh, He went on Sometimes in my speech when there's like Every hundredth or two hundredth word I'll mess up or like slur, which I didn't do that before. Uh, Jake sees his problem actually started with football, but was clearly worsened uh, by boxing. He doesn't even remember how many concussions he suffered somewhere between 20 and 30. Oof. Wow. Um. Yeah, that's, that's CTE right there. Mm-hmm. Um, He's already building in the sympathetic
2: movie. That's oh, yeah. The, about the, the Will Smith movie about yeah. the guy who discovered right. CTE. Right. Now we'll get one for this guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I thought he already slurred his words.
2: It's mean, beforehand,
0: I, yeah. I don't
3: think I've ever really heard him talk. Yeah.
0: He talks really dumb, like like he doesn't even use real words half of the time.
3: Is it Jake or Logan that's really into Pokemon?
0: Both of them. They are. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> I have a friend who's like, he's like. I feel the, like this. He's is like big t- in the Pokemon trading card okay. community. Okay, I thought you were
0: going to poke fun at me because I have Pokemon dolls. No, no, no. Um, I have a friend Pokemon who's like, cool.
3: who I I've known this kid for like. 10 to 15 years through skating and then one day I just find out that he's like got this huge collection and like is like has, he has like a YouTube page that's got like a, a crap ton of followers Whoa. like uh, about Pokemon like I can't imagine you caring about I don't care about Pokemon anymore wow. I, I couldn't imagine you caring about Pokemon but that's awesome what if Come it was Beanie Babies dogs. though that's,
2: like, where do you draw the line? Just as
3: weird. Just <laughs> okay, as weirdly. Okay. So it says, again, something boxers don't... It says, so it says, Jake says his problems actually started with football, but are clearly worsened by boxing. He doesn't even remember how many concussions he suffered, somewhere between 20 and 30. <coughs> again, something boxers don't say. Jake says he's scared about the long-term effects, although he thinks a certain psychedelic drugs could help abate the problems. It's pretty shocking, uh, he says... All this, uh, all this, when he's about to square off with former UFC champ Tyrone Woodley Saturday night. He beat Tyrone by split decision in the past, and the rematch promises to be fierce. Jake doesn't. Jake said his doctor was blunt: stay away from the ring. But that's not going to happen. Jake won all his matches so far. Uh, but he's clearly—it's clearly, co- clearly coming at, at a cost. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, first of all, he, there is like—I I, obviously—I'm not going to have the articles pulled up. There is research that says that psych- that there are certain psychedelics are doing re- are doing wonders yeah. for for brain chemistry yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Hurt mine, but I'm sure it could help others. Yes, <laughs> it hurts uh, mine. I'm guessing it's a dosage thing. Yeah, you're probably um, right there. Uh, controlled never environment. That part thing. Out. Yeah, yeah, I never quite <laughs> figured that part. Out. Uh, I uh, you know, <laughs> we don't advocate drug use here on. Uh, no, I don't
0: do anything. I'm clean compared to these too i am uh,
3: no we're clean now, now
0: <laughs> it's a different life <laughs> it,
2: it really was
3: like a different life totally it's,
2: it totally it's the it, that's the metaverse version of us
3: yeah it's uh it definitely or the like, multiverse i should say <laughs> it's the multiverse yeah. yeah like so this like and just as somebody who has had a ton of skating injuries has like has hit his head multiple times mm-hmm. never liked wearing a helmet because uh it threw my equilibrium off yeah um so. while skate, like i i felt like i couldn't Skate properly with a helmet on, Uh and in the early years, it was like a culture thing. Like you didn't want to wear a helmet because you didn't want to look lame. Right Mm -hmm. Uh, now, it's very. It's because you got so used to skating without it. Yeah, well, I'm saying, (laughs) uh, and as I got older, like I didn't really care. Like uh, I didn't care. Like I wasn't like I didn't hit my head on a regular basis, but that doesn't prevent the damage that uh, was done when I was younger. I got my first skating concussion uh, when I was Mm -hmm. twelve. I jumped a wall. Um, tried to one eighty it and uh, I was knocked out for ten to twelve seconds. My friend said, and my friend snapped a great photo of me unconscious. Oh, cool! Uh, like I'm literally knocked out. I've got I've got like frosted tip, blonde oh, hair, uh, and and Jinko's on and it's the most 1990s thing you've ever seen awesome and I, I i also big props to my friend who could have been a budding sociopath to actually have the wherewithal to like <laughs> see his friend not respond to him and take a photo oh, of it yeah, 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 and yeah. there are periods now i think it was probably more to do with like i've been open about like my substance abuse problems in the past like i'm sure that there was damage yeah. that was done there that i can't <coughs> undo yeah so and sure. and as bad as that was it's not necessarily even as bad as somebody pounding you in the head oh yeah multiple times a year oh yeah i i I can think right back to all the times i've been here i used to do freestyle
2: like bmx stuff yeah and i broke my right arm broke both bones yeah it came out of the skin as a compound fracture. oh the through the yep. skin i think oh. about it every day i thought yeah. about this morning anytime i put on a, a dress shirt yeah. with a button mm-hmm. i can always i have to always unbutton my right one because oh, i'm sorry my left one whichever one i broke because the bone shattered and <laughs> yeah. disappeared a yeah. so little mm-hmm. bump in your Arm. Yeah, I don't have that on one of my arms, Ooh. and my sleeve always slips over that. But ah. the other one, it has the bump. I have to undo, and they'll mess you up. And I and I feel those now, still like it's hurting. So I can't imagine yep. with this guy's. Go- it's a good thing to talk about. Yeah, mm-hmm. look what look at like Muhammad Ali, man.
3: Yeah, these no? discussions are far more like uh, I, there's like this weird back and forth where it's like some people are like, oh, it is what it is. And don't be a whiner. And I get that, too, because right. I'm also like I've skated injured. I've, I've been on tour at times where I had like holes in my hand. Like there's still like scars all over me from stuff like that happening Yeah, where uh, that you I would never be able to like pace myself. So I'd be out of town uh, skating on tour for like a month and you're so excited in the first two days that you try something that gets you like super hurt uh-huh. and then you're hurt for like the rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, 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 I still love it. Like uh-huh. I I, I, th- I, don't know if I've told Mary like when I fall sometimes I'm like oh yeah that was freaking awesome. Yeah. Like I, I still get like I see ad- you do it. I get like an adrenaline rush oh, when yeah. that happens. I think <coughs> that's just baked into my psyche now. Yeah. I used to uh, like
2: barrel race. You know what that is with yeah. horses? Yeah. And like yeah. fall off all the time and like <sighs> you get right back on. Yep.
3: So you don't like it's like it becomes like if it's part of you like very that, lucky
2: to complain about it. Yeah. You know, like I imagine this sounds being like in a good lions I was
3: just gonna say, I was like, it's such a guy thing what yeah. we're doing right now. Like, oh yeah, injuries, right? Imagine
2: complaining about you being the gladiator. Yeah, <laughs> I just these
3: lions, man, they're just too rough.
2: Yeah, it, can't like, do it anymore. Like, it, no, just go back, that's your job.
3: It's a sign of like the age we live in where we, we can be happy about it. Yeah. Whereas like in the past you had to worry about if you got hurt, you wouldn't be able to hunt and feed your family.
2: Right, right. Like <laughs> so, at the age we're at now is senior citizen a hundred years ago. Yeah,
3: and Jake Paul is found a way to take a very dangerous thing and monetize it in a way that most people don't right mm-hmm.
2: oh yeah and this is this is what i think for him his trajectory i'm sure he'll getting he's gonna get out of this soon but he's setting up this whole ufc thing mm. is it him and dana white going at yeah. it yeah yeah i think in terms of our uh, wwe theory they're gonna merge eventually this mm-hmm. is gonna be great and it's gonna come to a peak i mean what a great run this guy's had yeah and they're gonna fight I mean not him and Dana but like it's kind of meta too like, cause they, like you can
3: never tell exactly what's real exactly what isn't yep. like uh, people a lot of people didn't know till after the Mayweather fight that it wasn't like, that it was an exhibition and they weren't
2: that's ridiculous like, I mean it was advertised pretty heavily as that but they just no one looks but,
3: but yeah that's what I'm saying like yeah. they take advantage of the fact that there's just so much coverage yeah. and it's so baked into the culture that, yeah. that all they know is that that's what's happening that fight's happening right mm-hmm. uh, they're not looking deeper so it's weird and it's meta and, and it's, they don't know
2: what exhibition Means maybe, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe exhibitions yeah. So like it's an exhibit, school. right? We're gonna watch them yeah. fight, right? School failed them,
3: it's
2: all of all uh, us. Schools so,
3: failed, school failed, failed them. Them. I love that. Uh, school failed me, so yeah, oh, me too. School uh, did nothing uh, for me. School did nothing for me.
2: But here we are, so <laughs> go figure,
3: <laughs> yep. take that world, take that. Mrs. And I was a professor, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot, that. I forgot about that. That too. is, yeah, the. the, the that's the the other multiverse. The, yes, yes, exactly. So it's uh so Tyrone Woodley. So he did win. Uh, Jake Paul did win last night. That mm-hmm. first article was written before that, but he knocked out. Uh, he he knocked out Tyrone Woodley. There's a big age difference between those guys. Uh, yep. Woodley's thirty nine. Um, so he's twenty four, and he's twenty four. Uh, and one was a UFC fighter. Yeah, that doesn't
0: so, seem fair. Well, I does mean, it?
3: What was it? Uh, I mean, yeah Mm, i I mean
0: mean,
2: this guy's starting a career of being a social media guy or whatever he is and now but arguably
3: the other guy i mean they're 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 choosing like a sport that's in between what they're both good at i think uh paul was like a wrestler right he was like he was like a a wrestler in college i i could be a i could i i I feel like i remember rogan having a conversation that makes sense he looks Um, like he's
2: got the the blockhead for it
3: yeah so like that and then the other guy's a ufc star yeah so that's a completely different um and like we're like we're like normie discussing this right now but that those are different disciplines right Then they're meeting in the middle for something so like I would still say that uh, the other dude like I would have thought the other dude would have uh, would have won but clearly not so Uh, you gotta bet on Paul now yeah you have to come on with a run like that I mean love him or hate him that guy's doing it so yeah <coughs> Like I just uh, I think that's uh, that Because that, that first article Came out the day Before this fight And then find out That Jake won So he's clearly It's not affecting His ability he to fight He doesn't
2: want to Stop boxing And he knows If he loses He'll lose more memory So he yeah. has yep. to win Yep
3: That's what's pushing him Or maybe he is losing And he just doesn't Remember losing <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, all watching that's true. it though Ah uh, Brain damage jokes Oh, Those are just the great. height of funny yeah. these days, right? <laughs> Nothing funnier than brain damage. That's a joke. What is this? America it's like America's funniest
2: home videos. Yeah. It's Just us laughing at brain damage. L-O-L yeah.
0: <laughs> Doink. Uh, yes. Uh, Thanks, Bob
3: Saget. Um, oh, man, Bob Saget. What a great guy. <laughs> um,
0: is that a show still going on? Yes, with somebody else. Yeah, it's else, called YouTube. <laughs> Fails.
3: <laughs> Fail videos.
0: True. Oh wait, isn't it like, isn't it on MTV? But it's called something like there
3: probably is something mm-hmm. comparable to it.
0: Yeah. Sorry, so. I got distracted because like I was looking at Robert Patterson and then I went on Disney and apparently there's a new Disney bag that's the you know the Disney turkey leg? Nope. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. Sorry, but Miracle
3: is redlining <laughs> us right now. Uh, sorry. Disney leg. turkey
0: bag. It's a Disney turkey bag. It's a shoulder bag that's just a turkey leg I have it right here and I love it. The only reason why I was on this Because I was thinking of Robert Patterson Because he's the new um, Batman I almost um, almost said Spider-Man again (laughs) But no he's the new Batman I don't see it No it's for 2022 I don't see it Mm -hmm. It's right here sweetie It's right here
3: it's a turkey leg. It is literally a turkey leg. It's I mean, a turkey no, leg. Nobody else can see that oh, on, on the screen mark. right now, but it's fifty five dollars. Um, I can't. I'm not finding it online here. I'm not going to keep.
0: No, you have to put Tokyo, um, Tokyo Disney Sea. Is it?
3: To, okay, I. To, Tokyo Disney.
0: Tokyo Disney Sea.
2: You collect bags like this Like you had the other thing
0: Oh yeah You made fun of me Because I have a uh, Mickey bag That looks like a hamburger
2: Was that what it was? What was was the pink thing you had?
0: Oh that was um, Dale (laughs) (laughs)
2: Alright I'm looking at the turkey This, This turkey Uh this is uncomfortable <laughs> I kind of <laughs> want it. Find it I can't find it um, It's on eBay It's
0: on eBay You can find it Sixty
2: five ninety nine. Everybody. dollars um, 99 everybody Tokyo website. Disney Resort Smoked turkey leg shaped <laughs> Shoulder bag
0: I kind of want it now Because there's a bread I was If I had you for Secret Santa I was going to buy you this bread That looks like a realistic bread But it's a pillow <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's I love a pillow. that You're such a good person That you went through Like if I had this person As Secret Santa Yeah I'd do that That's Mm -hmm. funny. Secret Santa is
3: hilarious.
0: I love it. I'm you looking. I'm looking at Brett's screen, I can't and I just it, see onion bag. Just
3: a bunch of turkeys, and like <laughs> I'm like I'm not, and I'm like I'm like I'm supposed to be running the cameras too. I, I just can't put do, us I can't, um, shopping.
0: Uh, we are not
3: doing this anymore. The people, hate. if you want to find it, uh, Google turkey bag. We're not doing this anymore.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. you were
3: segueing to something. Yeah, you, yeah uh, I was. <laughs> weren't you? Which actually <laughs> breaks my heart because it was a fantastic. It was a fantastic segue. Was it, it was
0: not? because I was thinking of Rob patterson and like i was trying to search up like what happened to him now I other than robert patterson
3: batman. too robert <laughs> patterson patterson I never heard of james that. patterson the author oh robert my. patterson it's a it's a different patterson <laughs> <laughs> this is the multiverse where a guy named robert patterson is playing batman sorry I just bob got patterson <laughs>
0: i got batman really bob. excited bob,
3: bob say it again
2: bob patterson but bob patterson bob patterson Sorry, He's I like got that? really <laughs>
0: excited for the turkey leg bag because <laughs> I really like that turkey leg from Disneyland. Now we can buy it as a bag. And also twenty twenty two is the year of the tiger. Fun fact you guys.
2: Wow. You know what? Uh <laughs> I think it was twenty twenty <laughs> mm-hmm. was the year of the uh rat. Yeah. That always made me like
0: feel mm-hmm. sad. The
3: year of the bat. Yeah. It should have <laughs> been the year of year the bat. bat. <laughs> um but yeah, that was also Miracle's fun facts. Yeah. Uh, it's our new segment. new segment. Miracle's fun facts.
0: It's just me saying random facts that I find online. <coughs> that have
3: nothing to do with <laughs> that may not even be factual. That,
0: <laughs> no I mean what is a fact anyways?
3: Yeah, yeah it's uh, true. I mean Zuckerberg says their <laughs> opinion That's subjective. So
2: I'm
0: secretly Zuckerberg and I'm Zuckerberging you right now. <laughs> She's Zuckerberging us. <laughs> Zuckerberg, so, oh man. So But yeah, it, it's Year of the Tiger because I'm looking at their new Disney Sea products and they're all Year of the Tiger stuff and I'm happy because that's the year I was born.
3: Oh sweet. Very mm. cool. Okay, so. Sorry. We've got. Batman. This, I, I picked this one. I was going to skip this article um, because I am very, very excited about the Batman and I don't want to get like burnt out on it. Uh... I, one of the hardest parts about doing this is like, you talk so much about the same topics, yeah. but it's so interesting. A lot of times, like we end up having these long discussions, but you worry that like you're covering too much of it or too little, maybe sometimes, right. but this one I wanted to add, like, cause there's, <coughs> it goes into talk about the writing process here mm-hmm. and you as an author of inverted world yeah. and, and others, you know, you've had multiple uh, books, right? This is my second book. Your yeah. second book. And yep. you've got mm-hmm. more coming out. Yep. So I wanted to get a writer's perspective on what he says here. Mm hmm. And plus, you, me, and you have had this discussion. We are DC guys. Yep. Um, uh, I'm very excited
2: about this movie. Yes, yeah.
3: so I, I, this is right up your alley with everything because I I've been helping Shane record his Inverted World yep. uh, podcast segments with other guests, yep. and uh, so I've heard you discuss what makes you tick, the yeah. things that interest you, the things that catch your eye. So this movie is right up your oh, alley. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, it says right here, it says, this says, Batman, Robert Pattinson, inspired by Nirvana and Kurt Cobain. It says, it's learned that Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson's The Batman is in part inspired by Nirvana and Kurt Cobain. The flick is featured in the latest issue of Empire Magazine, which features cool covers and new images, as well as interviews with Reeves, Pattinson, and more. Reeves told Empire that he uh, when he writes, he likes to listen to music and happened to listen to Nirvana. Quote, When I write, I listen to music, and as I was writing the first act, I put on Nirvana's Something in the Way, Reeves said. That's when it came to me that rather than make Bruce Wayne the Playboy version we've seen before, there's another version who has gone through a great tragedy and became a recluse. So I started making this connection to Gus Van Sant's last days, and that idea of this fictionalized version of Kurt Cobain being in this kind of decaying manner." Reeves also revealed that the movie starring Robert Pattinson's Good Time, uh, Ra- the movie starring Robert Pattinson's Good Time, in which caught Reeves' eye about the potential of the actor playing the Dark Knight. So he he recognized him from Good Time, felt like that was what proved that he could take on this role. Mm. So before I go further, uh, do you do anything similar with your writing? Yeah. Um, I admit, per- like, personally... I feel like writing and listening to music would be counterintuitive. I understand that it would give it would help you Im- maybe emotionally connect with a certain type of uh, uh, of mood or theme you're going for. Yep. But I'm so ADHD that I would have a hard time multitasking. Like so that.
2: I have a lot to say about that, but I want to address the, the something in the way first. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite Nirvana song, and, and that's <laughs> what they use,
3: and that's what they used for the trailer in okay. the movie.
2: Okay, and what's interesting about it is, okay, he says. Uh, that, okay, so I don't even, it doesn't even matter what he says, but Batman, we all know, Bruce Wayne, there's a secret life, as mostly mm-hmm. superheroes do. There's a double thing happening. Something in the way, in my mind, has always had a secret life, too. Okay. Uh, oddly enough, because I love the record version. Yep. It's so gentle and sad, and I always reference the line, uh, it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings, because that's, oh. I don't eat meat, but I eat fish, and I what tell people. tell people. Um,
0: don't, vegans. Get him! I'm joking. I'm joking. i don't Come care.
2: for me. Um, I'm joking because uh, PETA
0: made um, human human. PETA means nothing. <laughs> don't you
2: read Cassandra Fairbanks?
0: I know, but PETA made like clothing articles that are made out of human skin. Yeah. So I do not nothing support weird them. about that. No.
2: So I love that record, and it's it's just so beautiful. However, my favorite version of it is whenever they played it live. You ever mm-hmm. see those videos mm-hmm. as a full band with the heavy distortion and and growl on drums? Yeah. So there's two videos of of them, like I think maybe debuting the song in a record store before that record came out. And there's two different angles. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So the song to me is always like these two different versions of it exist that I love. Yeah. In terms of writing and music, I listen to a lot of music while writing. But Mm -hmm. um, Can you explain that process? Yeah, it depends where I am in the process. What music I'm listening to depends where I am in the process. So when I'm in the first like drafting phase and I'm just outlining and just kind of um, freestyle writing. Like I'm not thinking too hard. Yeah. I'm uh, listening to whatever I want. In terms of the last chapter of this book uh, and the story that we just finished on YouTube for the Long Island monster and the serial killer stories. Yeah, um, I had a very clear set list that I was I was reporting on the story. I was in Long Island looking at where the, these women were found uh, left by the serial killer and just my my wife had the aux cable in the car and played music, yeah. and it just so happened every song had like a, a a feeling that I needed. It was Level Terrace apart by Joy Division, Disorder by Joy Division, Fine Young Cannibals, uh, Gods and Monsters by Gods and Monsters by Lana Del Rey, Me and the Devil, uh, both the Soap and Skin and Gil Scott Heron version, Scott mm. Heron. and um and so that really infected the way I wrote. However, so I can listen to music with lyrics while I'm in the first process. When I get deeper in, I have to really. Uh, Pay attention to my word structure yeah and all that stuff i'm listening to like mostly instrumental Instru- stuff. okay I, mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah.
3: that. I was like maybe listen to instrumentals i'll get into uh,
2: like uh you know a lot of like trent reznor like instrumental stuff like that he's scored mm-hmm. um for this i actually did listen to like girl with the dragon tattoo a bunch of so okay. like, exactly what i wanted or his ghost uh stuff mm-hmm. um yeah so that's that's I, i'm always have something on it, it just if it has lyrics it has to be what i'm not Uh, in later later in the process
3: so it it probably informed his writing here with this and then they obviously affected him because then they used the song for the trailer yeah um actually i kind of funny what you mentioned about something in the way there's a song called um arsonist lullaby arsonist lullaby by uh hoser and Mm -hmm. the the Recorded ver- the regular version, the the standard album version is is amazing. Mm-hmm. But there's like these two YouTube, there's one YouTube version that's not a professional setup. It's just a fan who recorded the the song for you know during a live performance. That something about the way the the guitar hits is so much more impactful. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's because it was turned up, you know, because the amp was turned up to a certain level, yep. but it just hits in a way that it felt like it was meant to yeah. in the original song yeah. mm-hmm. and doesn't. Oh, uh, man. but, like, but both of them, I love for the same reason there's a a song. Uh, a, a cover of the song stand by me by a group called ki theory okay that is a haunting version of that song mm. it's nothing like the original Love um, uh, and they do an electric because it's like it's like electronic it's hard to it's almost hard to explain right uh, if you get a chance later listen to it I will. but the there's this live version from what that they do in Seattle mm-hmm. that is just so it's it sounds almost exactly like the album version to at but something about the audience uh, huh. uh, weight there's weight to it that right. isn't mm-hmm there in the original so like i can absolutely see how that would affect um oh for
2: sure you can see the writing process process. almost in the face i mean now i'd be projecting (coughs) onto you know what i've already seen having read this already yeah but there is a sadness that is i think almost unmatched in that album version of something in the way and i can totally see how it infect the way you want to have pacing and the sadness, the tone. It would
3: be interesting dark. to see if we could find out. For, maybe if we're, well, he said it was the first act. Okay. But no, I'm saying, but it'd be interesting to find out if he was listening to that version.
2: I'm sure he was listening to the album version, mm. but maybe I'd love to ask. I would love to find That's out. What I'm saying.
3: That'd be interesting to be able to ask him that oh, question.
2: The live version is so, cause the chorus has the drums. It's mm. so it's overwhelming.
3: Yep. So uh, let's keep going. It says uh, in the movie, you could really feel his vulnerability and desperation. But you could feel also, but you could also feel his power. Explained Reeves. I thought that was a great mix. He's also got the Kurt Cobain thing, where, where he looks like a rock star. They do a lot of people have been giving him crap because the the hair, the is, hair, you, the hair. Yeah. it's very not like it's not Kurt Cobain hair though. But it's <laughs> it's nineties Gen X hair is what it is. Is that what
2: it is? I was thinking it was more like an early Jared Leto it's like, look. It's like
3: half John Wick hair. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> half it's like, John Wick. Yeah, uh, it's like he's like I want to look like John Wick, but I'm not. Yeah. it's not quite that long yet. He uh, says, uh, he's also got this Kurt Cobain thing where he looks like a rock star, but you also feel like he could be a recluse. I didn't really get the rock star vibe from that uh, character. I mean, maybe like 80s glam rock. <laughs> that, or like the emo look. You yeah, know, like yeah, PSI. so Robert Pattinson also added that his version of Batman and Bruce Wayne isn't similar to previous on-screen versions. And it sounds as if Pattinson's version is, much, is more of a loner. I would argue that Batman is always a loner. Um,
0: yeah, he always makes <laughs> that speech. To every Robin, I work alone. Right. Yeah. I don't work with anybody else. <laughs> right.
3: It, in the movies, I'm trying to think of like, I mean, he's got Alfred in all the movies, but he doesn't. But really Alfred have, like,
0: is never on a mission with yeah. him. He's not in the scene. He's right. got.
3: Uh, I mean, he, he the, in the in the Bale ones, he, he has like uh, he loses the, the love of his life, yep. and then like he has like a brief dalliance with uh, Talia in the yep. in the third one. Yep. But in general, you don't think of him as a social person. In fact, they rarely delve into like how he manipulates people with his playboy persona. Yeah. like, it, like there'll be like one beat one or two beats a movie where that's like a thing. Yep. but it doesn't feel like he wears that mask in the movies a lot. It's funny how Reeves
2: says, you know, watching Robert Pattinson in good time was mm-hmm. an inspiration because Bat, the Batman franchise is one of those movies where I'm always thinking about what movie inspired the director to get this person to play the part. So like, um, let's see, Christian Bale, mm-hmm. right? Do you like? Do you know mm-hmm. what movie like in your mind? Or I don't know if it's actually out there or not, but American every, Psycho yeah. is that one's good. Yeah. Is Batman right? Yep. He's Bateman. Um, and for for Bane with Tom Hardy, have you seen Bronson? I, I, yep. I could talk about mm-hmm. this all the time, but that he yep. was like a that was his audition almost yep. to be Bane, mm-hmm. and now we see this good time with with oh, and even um, oh, what's his name? With Mike, uh, who was the first Keaton. With Keaton, yeah, Beetlejuice. Yep. When he, I mean, they already knew. I think at that point, when he comes out as Beetlejuice with the bat yeah. and stuff, and like, it's yep. like they're they're foreshadowing. They know it. I love yep. that.
3: They have the the role that uh, kind of puts him in place. I wonder what uh, I would like to know how uh, Daniel Craig got cat. Like, what role made him perfect for James Bond? True. Layer cake, or uh, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, he also played uh, weirdly enough in the Tomb Raider movie. Played an American while Angelina Jolie played really? a British person. Yes, didn't know that. Uh, Very very random. Very mm-hmm. weird. But he was technically like you know like what was the role that got him that perform you know? Do
2: we know what role helped them decide on Heath Ledger? Um, Joker?
3: I don't think they they meant ever, might not have been right. Uh, I, actually, I think that was discussed in at least one of the documentaries I've seen, but I uh, wouldn't be able to tell you yeah, off the top I'd of like my to head. I'd like to know. Um, but uh, they were originally they they didn't want to cast him for that, and uh, they changed their mind. I believe mm. if I, I could be misremembering that, but there have been plenty of documentaries on that whole uh, that whole situation.
2: I'm really excited for Paul Dano. Yep, Paul yeah. Dano is
3: going to be probably the best part of the Really movie. like Paul Dano. Um they they want to do um Barry Kogan. There's possibility that Barry Kogan plays the Joker. He's uh, he plays Druig in the new, in the movie Eternals, but he's also going to be in um The Gotham Knights TV show or not Gotham I'm sorry, not Gotham Knights in the Gotham PD the the Penguin spin-off series Okay. Uh, that they're doing on um For
0: that series, are they doing the actor that played in Goth- Gotham, like their version of penguin Coth-
3: no colin farrell the, mm. the 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 joker or the the penguin <coughs> from this from the batman movie okay uh i would i would say that gotham is probably you know done they're not going to continue with any of those characters right. furthermore though gotham was a fantastic show especially in the in the later seasons
0: mm-hmm. the <laughs> <coughs> i don't know for me i just preferred that penguin like if they got like that penguins being the new spin-off series. Colin
3: Farrell costs a lot of money so they got to get their money's worth okay. uh, on that. Like yeah. it is funny that they get like a, r- a really handsome uh, good-looking dude and then just cover him in makeup and make him uh, like overweight. Yeah. Like when they could have like <laughs> there, there's an actor named Pruitt Taylor Vance who's okay. like a pretty big dude who probably could have played the penguin and he's actually <laughs> like a fantastic actor. But he, he he's not quite Theatrical enough, right? Well, to, Danny
2: DeVito did a good
3: one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, uh, so it's it's interesting. I, I'm very, me and you are both very, very excited for this movie. Yeah. Uh, to the point where like the 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 very clear virtue signaling changes that have been made don't really bother me mm-hmm. because I trust Matt Reeves <laughs> as a You know, yeah. Jeffrey Wright as right. as Commissioner oh, Gordon. I love doesn't, him. Doesn't bother me yep. uh, even being you know swapped. Uh, Catwoman being. Uh, um um Krav- yeah no no i don't care i'm saying her name <laughs> zoe, zoe kravitz right yeah um, oh yeah hubba hubba yeah she's um, beautiful
2: and um, she looks like she's gonna be great she
3: looks great as catwoman right. mm-hmm. like none of those changes matter andy circus as uh as alfred is really interesting because yep. i loved the jeremy irons yes. uh, joker yep. from the bat uh, from the ben affleck run yep uh, joker the, the jeremy irons name. uh alfred, alfred. Yep. because it felt like we're in the past like michael cain uh, was kind of like a, a mentor of sorts, and very like sobering and mm-hmm. uh, caring. Whereas Jeremy Irons was very quick witted and yeah. like pushed back on him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny.
2: Like when you were talking about Matrix and that vibe of something being filmed in the '90s, mm-hmm. when I saw the very first trailer for the Batman. There's a scene, I think it's in a parking garage, and he's beating up all these guys. Yeah. I was instantly transported oh, back. Oh, the makeup that they're wearing. And the makeup. Yeah. I was transported back to like Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. I believe he's also in a parking garage, yep. beating up a bunch of people. I was like, yep. that's the way it looks, and it felt. So I felt very confident just from that one image. Yep, uh, I feel really good about it.
3: Getting away from using the Tumblr helps, too, because it evokes the old Batmobile. Yes. Uh, so I love the... Planet of the Apes trilogy that Matt Reeves did, so I have a lot yeah. of faith that I don't this think will. I saw all those. Uh, high recommend. All if right. you ever want to see uh, an idea of like just how difficult it can be to be an actor, there's um, footage of like Andy Serkis having to do these really emotional scenes with Woody Harrelson okay. uh, wearing like a mocap suit, like a fake gorilla, oh, and they're doing these deep emotional uh, like uh, monologues, and it looks. ridiculous re- ridiculous without the CGI how are they not cracking? It's, yeah how are they not cracking it's incredible so uh, I'm like I'm more excited about this than I was about spider-man Sweet. and I was fairly excited about spider-man but I just was uh, you ever think you could write a write a movie um, With, yeah
2: I would love to is that something got, that you'd
3: be interested in doing
2: for sure yeah I've got a bunch of like little scripts uh, stored away for stuff either you know I've got like spec scripts for shows that I love um, mm-hmm. and some yeah for sure movie ideas I don't know if I'd do a superhero movie um, but I I love I would always I like the challenge. So yeah, yeah. If it ever
3: arises, I'd love to. Paul Dano is going to be incredible in that role.
2: I like everything he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that, what's that movie? with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Oh um. Oh god. We, when Daniel Radcliffe plays the corpse. Uh, we're gonna have
3: to look it up. Oh, it's I'm, great. You, um, I love Little Miss Sunshine. I love There Will Be Blood. There will be blood. Uh, uh my first uh, oddly enough, my first um introduction to him was in the movie uh. Um, The Girl Next Door Mm -hmm. with Alicia Cuthbert and Elijah, uh, (laughs) not Elijah Wood, um, but yeah, it's like, it's like this, uh, it was like a mid 2000s yes. r- romantic comedy yes. that had like maybe one of the hardest marketing jobs I've ever seen for a movie. Cause there was <laughs> no way to market it because right. it's like, it's, it's based around the idea of like the porn industry, but right. it has nothing really to do with the porn industry. So it's like, literally, I don't even know how a movie with like that hard of a time <laughs> being, being marketed would ever get made now because they're <sighs> like, how do we sell this movie to the public? Cause nobody Easy. knew.
0: Advertise on Pornhub. Well, they couldn't... They, but I'm saying,
3: then they're not getting the audience they want. Like, Yeah,
0: you are. <laughs> it's talking about the porn <laughs> industry. <laughs> like, you have people like me who wander on page 100 something...
3: Like Prisoners <laughs> Prisoners was the other one Prisoners I've seen that um, Yeah so He's good in everything That he did does Did you see Little Miss Sunshine? Uh, I did uh, A I long love, long time uh, ago yeah, I,
2: I loved that movie I thought he was great in it But There Will Be Blood Is one of my favorite movies Of all time
3: mm-hmm. It's uh, it, He's just one of those actors Where I would have Never thought of him But as soon yes. as they Mentioned him I'm like
2: his voice sounds great. Yeah. In the trailer. Uh,
3: there's definitely so there's got to be some at least post production done to that. Uh, you think? Yeah. I mean, Lots it's of really g- it's really yeah. yeah. Like uh, strip any
2: treble out of there. <laughs> get it all over like yeah, yeah. like the like
3: yeah, <laughs> like doesn't feel like it, if he's moving at all maybe you get that deep uh yeah. deep there but yeah I'm really excited. Uh, here's about a question that. I'm, always, I'm always who's John
2: Turturro playing? You. Know. I don't even know who John. How, how did you feel about Bane and his voice
3: in particular by it, Tom Hardy? It didn't bother me the way it bothered other people. Right. Yeah, um, me too. I, I liked it. I felt like if he was taller, it would have looked ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But because he's not super tall, he was just in really good shape. It worked for that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also wasn't enamored with that, yeah. with the Dark Knight Rises. At yeah. all. I don't even like the Dark Knight, uh, more than I'm, my favorite in that trilogy is Batman Begins. It's mm-hmm. um, great. I love Batman. Batman Begins,
2: Begins and, and then The Dark Knight are my favorite. Yep. And I, I, I really like three, but it's like I, I don't need it.
3: I have incredible like nostalgia and memories around. Uh, the dark night because of like where I was at my life at that time. Meaning like yeah. I have memories <clears throat> of me and my friends getting opening night tickets and mm-hmm. we didn't really go see movies as a big group. Very oh, often. Cool. Mm-hmm. I remember the only time I've ever been any type of uh, car accident was I got bumped when, uh, the Heath, when Heath Ledger died, I was listening to the radio and I also sudden a car bumps me and uh, the person gets out. I talked to them, and they had just heard it on their radio oh, wow. that Heath Ledger had uh, had died, and they mentioned it like they and they kind of like looked up, and my car was there. We were like coming off an off ramp, so like we had like so I have all these kind of a beautiful moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is, and so I have all these memories based around that movie that have more to do with being in that theater with my friends, right. uh, Even though to me, uh, Batman Begins was. The better movie, or yeah, my preferential right, movie in that trilogy, right, right. but the but that movie just has so much history and so yep. much lore behind it now. Yeah,
2: oh yeah. That's so so good.
3: yeah, so I mean, it's crazy that like I really do feel like they could just like, wouldn't they be less scared to just try new characters? Like it's so easy to screw these movies up now when so many great performances have been given into these characters. And you uh, told
2: me you liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I right? liked
3: I'm I understand that a lot Sorry of to people, throw you under
2: the bus. I don't know if you
3: already that a lot this. of people didn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. I also liked uh, uh Zack Snyder's movies because in an age where I understand that a lot of there's plot holes and there's things that don't make sense, but in an age where Marvel movies are coming out at you every three, four months, and they're yeah. winking at the camera, and it's oh, jokes yeah. while well, the world's about to end, I was starved for something that felt serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. something that felt like it took itself seriously. So I
2: like him as a Batman too, I just didn't it, like those movies. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, you've your, never seen the extended edition. I haven't edition. seen that though. Uh, you told me to watch that. If you haven't seen the extended edition of Batman vs Superman, I recommend it. And I do recommend watching the the Snyder Cut Okay. Of the Justice League movie if you can find five hours to fill Holy to fill in your mecca. watch it in chunks. It, it literally comes in chunks. So okay. All right. uh at the very least, even if you don't feel like it does the characters the most justice, just the fact that it takes itself seriously is enough. Yeah. Miracle, uh, do you, you have me. a favorite Batman? Like a, um, for actor wise?
0: Actor wise? Well, because Brett and I were talking about it, I grew up more on the animation series. Yep. Which one? Um Batman Beyond.
2: Was that the one... It's with, a younger Batman? It's a old, younger... Yeah.
0: Uh, it's an old Batman, but he finds out that he has an um uh, child, Terry... Terry something. What's his last name? I can't think of his last name, but All his first right. name is Terry, and it's in the future, so they have... They have, like, co-
2: really big eyes in that one? I'm trying to think no. what that looked like.
0: No. So, basically, what it is is the Joker's dead, but they replace him with a different Joker. I think he's, like joker jr or something but harley quinn she has granddaughters and one of them they're both named dd okay did you ever see mask of the phantasm i think i did i'm just not familiar i got a theatrical
3: release i never knew that Mm -hmm.
0: i'm not really familiar with it and also i'm looking at new disney plus movies and tv shows are coming out that's why i've been quiet did you know that they're making a new um pinocchio live action
3: Oh Can't wait mm-hmm.
2: yeah. They remade Turner and Hooch Which is when I Do you know I, who they cast As uh, Pinocchio? No. no Oh Dr. Fauci
0: <laughs> That's great Who is Sorry. that?
2: I
3: don't know who that
0: Sorry. is uh, um, I, Sorry I
2: watched a Batman cartoon Growing up in mm-hmm. the 90s I don't remember Oh that, was called, that one but, I but watched yeah, it too Love that one mm-hmm. yeah. Batman
0: the one. series. But um also speaking about new remakes, they're making a new Cinderella movie, but it's not called Cinderella, it's called Sneakerella.
3: Uh, oh, and that's my. got horrible reviews. We <laughs> could, we could make whole videos on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh that's almost too depressing. To yeah, talk I've about. been
0: like looking at movies. I'm like listening to you talk. Ooh, that's In really that, cool. Yeah, that
3: you can't. See, uh, if you do you have that article pulled up? What, um, the one? the one about the Batman that I sent you. Oh yeah. Scroll down, look at that Empire cover. It's it's really awesome. It's I love the, really the good. Of, the use of red there, and I love Catwoman's uh, image there. Mm-hmm. Pulling yes. off pulling off the short hair. That art right there is fantastic. So. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. This looks great. Yep. That's so, a poster I would have had on my wall. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited
0: yeah i don't know <laughs>
2: why does batman endure i mean they all do i guess but, but batman funny,
0: has a stronger story and people like like him more which is
2: what i was saying mm-hmm. and i saw people get mad about but to me and they're like bat dc has more weight <laughs> there is more like psychology happening yeah. in a mm-hmm. movie like this um than there is in, in the spider-man i know yes there is some psychology and he has to do these things and he has regret and he has and there's sadness but to me, like the DC universe, just has a narrative that mm-hmm. I can sink my teeth into more. Yep. I
3: I'm far. That's just me. I'm I'm yeah. the same way. Uh, there's a disposability to the to the Marvel movies. There's like I always I never know how the word to phrase it with. I say it's opaque. Like when mm. I'm watching it, the the cinematography feels bland. Yeah. The the atmosphere feels paint by numbers and bland. I don't know if that's just my own perception colored on top of like right. how I'm already judging it. It's almost like Chris
2: Carr said something like this after he saw the movie. And it was like "It, it the Spider-Man movie. I didn't see it. In sp-
3: I did not feel that in Spider-Man.
2: Oh, he was saying like, I think, and I don't want to, I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. But he said like it captured that comic book feel. Yeah. You know, like yeah. on the page. No, absolutely. just like the naivete of Peter Parker, but like the actual way it looks like a, Classic, but like when I think How of it's set up, it's like kind graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Right,
3: Morbius looks the same to me. It captures the the yeah. comic book feel to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm
0: so excited th- for that movie to come yeah, 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 yeah. out.
2: So there was a little yeah. wink to the audience in that one with Michael Keaton. Yeah, you remember the trailer? Yeah.
3: Yep. Well, <laughs> he's also he mm-hmm. played uh, Vulture in uh, in the Marvel cinema. So he's oh, okay. a he's a he's already a Marvel character. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So that's I'm, we're, me and her are more excited about the Sony movies. Than we are about the Marvel, than the standard Marvel movies. Yes, yes. I didn't see the new Venom, but I saw the first and I loved it. The new
0: Venom, Brett and I fight about this. I said it was like the pacing was really quick Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of things that were missing in the plot. Mm -hmm. And then we both agreed the love between uh, Shriek and I finally got her name right. You
3: got her name right. That was good.
0: (laughs) Shriek and uh, is it Curtis or?
3: Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and well, and yeah, yeah so basically, but yeah, so
0: it's Curtis, um, Curtis and uh, Screech, like basically, Shriek. Shriek, I can't do this anymore.
3: Screech by, Can we talk about Save by the Bell?
0: Uh, he died, <laughs> yes, he did, <laughs> he died, and so he's not in the new remake, but basically, <laughs> like, their their chemistry on screen is not that good. Uh-huh.
3: They're both good actors. Him, you
0: call him Curtis. Yeah. Cletus. Cletus. My bad. I can't get names right. Like all the Marvel characters have school rewrite all their names. <laughs> it's, it's okay.
3: It's a miracle. She gets, she gets my name wrong all the time. No, no, no. no I get your last no.
0: name wrong because I'm reading it in Russian. <laughs> so I'm... Uh, we're,
3: we're, I, yeah, the, we've gone over the, the Venom stuff all the time. But yeah. the point is, go see Batman when it comes out. Batman? To that.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for that one, but I'm really excited for Morbius. And,
3: and that one's sooner too. That one's, mm-hmm. I think, February.
0: Yeah, I'm searching up all the movies so we can schedule out like what movies we're going to see. Yeah. Maybe we can invite you so yeah. we can have you on again yeah, to talk about to. all the movies. Do you I think,
2: we'll be, think there'll be a point in the future when we get movie the DC and Marvel movies will cross over like the like the video games did at the some right point? The rights issues Ooh, would be insane. Yeah. I, I,
3: don't, I don't see that happening in the can we see Too Captain... much money, too much uh, pissing in the other group's sandbox. Yeah, yeah. Oh my that.
0: God, can we see like Captain America versus Superman?
3: Nope. Oh. Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom maybe
0: oh. oh
2: yeah, yeah Was that, was that what that I was, was thinking a video. of? Well,
0: that yeah, was it, it's yeah. one of the video games Yeah, yeah right, I like that right. one more yeah. Marvel
3: vs. Capcom? Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: Because yeah. you get to see Street Fighter fight Like all the Marvel characters like, Makes perfect sense mm-hmm.
3: They should have done Street Fighter and Streets of Rage
0: What's Street of Rage? Oh my
3: god I don't know either Oh my god <laughs>
2: I like when we both upset Brett yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like a tag team, it's, it's like a tag
3: team. <laughs> yeah. Streets of Rage
2: man it's a great what is it it's a great video I knew video Primal game. It's just,
3: Rage. It, was, it was a video game from the 90s uh, it was a Sega game Okay, I whenever I had a, a system,
2: I only ever had enough money for one game for it. <laughs> So it was like, <laughs> Growing I, I still
3: play, I. I don't play new games. I play nothing but N64 and Sega Genesis. Okay, for N64, so. oh no, for Sega, I had Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim is good.
0: Oh, yeah. they're making an animated series for that. Also,
3: oh, wow. Pokemon Snap, one of the most underrated Ooh, yeah. games of all time. They made a remake
0: fo- of that. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. A video wow. game
3: about photography. Who'd have thought? Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful.
0: Well, they made a remake of it, and it's kind of good. It has like the esque of the nc um 64 yeah sorry i like slurred my words right there
3: so you're like jake paul is (laughs) what you're saying you're you're the jake paul i was gonna say that he read my mind
0: yeah i'm i'm kind of am like yeah (sighs) she what's miracles
3: Mm -hmm. catchphrase is i can't english
0: i can't english right now like call me later
3: (laughs) she says it all the time though she can never english that's the problem she's always can't english right now
0: Watched him go like are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? Like legit? Like, uh, <laughs> I injured my left arm, so I can't bend it in a certain way or like move it a certain way too.
3: <laughs> Brain damage ever since the day I was born. Oh, nice. Exactly. Nice. You got the reference. Yeah, yeah. that should be. I don't new, know if Miracle got uh, the Eminem theme reference. Song.
0: I kind of did.
3: Okay, that was, uh, dude, guys, that because was because I
0: watched Eight Mile, so screw you. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. You've seen Eight
3: Mile. Uh, guys, that was like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, yeah was it was a lot of fun. That was like, and we did four topics because I knew we would just yeah. have like a ton to talk about yeah. in all of them. Yeah. So it was a blast. I was um, happy to talk to all, about all these things. Mm-hmm. i was looking forward to it. Uh, Miracle, why don't you shout out everybody your social media?
0: I don't have any because it rots your brain.
3: This is true. Good for mm-hmm. you. Uh, Shane, go ahead and plug uh, Give the book another plug and give everybody and uh, where they it. can reach yeah. you.
2: So, uh, Tales from the Inverted World. Go to invertedworldbook.com. Hold mm-hmm. um, the book up. We got it on paperback right now. 275 pages of investigations and uh, a lot of uh, fun, fun, crazy stories um, from all over. And I am at Shane Cashman everywhere. Instagram, YouTube, YouTube, And uh, wherever else Your brain rots out of your
3: (laughs) 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 Wherever social media Rots your brain That's like a saying Like wherever uh, So and so is sold It's wherever social media Rots your brain Yes Yes Mm -hmm. Uh, Guys um, If you want to catch Full episodes Of the podcast You can find them On Spotify On Apple Podcasts On Amazon Music Also on uh, what's the other one? Pandora. I still didn't know Pandora was a thing. Pandora's still a I thing. I thought
0: they died.
3: On all those platforms, you can find the full episodes. The clips are on YouTube uh, at Pop Culture Crisis. You can follow us on social media. Uh, our Twitter is at Pop Culture underscore show, and then Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Pop Culture Crisis. So <sighs> that is all for now, guys. We will see you again here tomorrow.
0: Bye. Bye. Later. <laughs>
3: 18 plus.